Hey guys, it's Gibran here. Um, I'm excited to share this episode with you guys today. Uh, Casio has quite a bit of knowledge and um, a lot of fun stories to share with us today. Um, he did most of the talking, and you know what? I'm okay with that. When a guy with his amount of knowledge and wisdom um, agrees to sort of share that with you, um, I think we, you know, you and I both wanted to, to to hear from him. So I did my best to guide the discussion and just kind of make sure that we got to the questions that you all asked uh, on Facebook or emailed to me. Um, but other than that, I just sort of got out of his way and enjoyed his stories, which um, I I'm pretty sure you're, you're going to enjoy as well today. Um, another quick couple of notes: you're going to hear some variations in t- the sound quality in today's uh, audio. Um, I uh, have picked up some new equipment, the Shure SM7B microphones. It's the microphones that Joe Rogan uses. Um, it's a very sensitive uh, tool, and it also requires a little bit of know-how, which I am sort of picking up. So um, you'll hear some variations in the audio. It's really not too bad. Um, and you'll you at some points in the clip, you might hear a buzzing in the background. I am uh, doing my darndest to get that out of the way for you by the next video, uh, but it's going to require a little bit of tinkering in the lab, um, really kind of like low-level sound engineering um, and figuring that out uh, on my part. Um, lastly, if you support what we're doing here uh, in terms of life in jiu-jitsu as a platform for us all to stay in conversation, um, don't be afraid to hop on over to the Patreon page and show your support. It's patreon.com slash life and jitsu. Again, patreon.com slash life and jitsu. Uh, the vision for this podcast is to sort of bring the entire grappling community a little bit closer together. Um, whether it be, you know, the interview I did with Chris Campbell, with Chris Campbell, he's not a, gra- you know, he's not a jujitsu guy. He's a wrestler. Um, hopefully I'm going to bring some judo guys on pretty soon. Um, and just sort of talk about life and jujitsu, exactly like the title says, you know, we're not all professionals. We're not all full-time martial artists. Um, many of us have to balance this with commitments to friends, family, um, and civic and community engagements as well. So, um, I'm committed to using this platform to, to sort of keep us all motivated to keep practicing martial, martial arts, uh, to help us all learn from each other and to make the community a smaller and more welcoming place. But I need your help to do it. Um, so don't be afraid to hop on over to the Patreon. Show your support for uh, just a Starbucks, one cup of coffee a month. Um, you know, uh, really shows a lot of validation to me in terms of that this is worth uh, worth doing because people support it. And, um, you know, over time and over a number of patrons, it'll add up. So it would make all the difference in the world to me uh, to have your support. Again, uh, patreon.com slash life and jujitsu. And all right, I'm going to go ahead and get out of the way so you guys can enjoy today's episode. Thank you. The godfather of jujitsu in Sacramento, Cassio Wernick. Um, I'm kind of like feeling lucky that I got you on here. Uh, and what a day that we live in in social media. I just kind of saw that your icon popped up when you were watching one of the episodes. I think it was like Davin's episode. You're, I saw that you were um, that you were watching. I was like, oh, my God, Cassio's watching. Nice. So, so I was like, I just thought I'd send you a message kind of thought i'd go for it and, uh, and sure enough you replied right back like, yeah i'd love to come on yeah and sure. that was That's right before yeah that was right before uh the holidays and so you went to you went to brazil yeah i was in brazil uh when we, we first contact that we had it was day before uh, my trip to brazil yeah uh, usually i go once a year yeah and uh, this time that is perfect that i I can spend time with my you no know, the holidays, the Christmas, New Year's Eve. It's big in Brazil. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's summer. We got away from the cold here. It's, it's summer over there. Summer, yeah, it's summer over there. It's it's easy to put all my my family, my relatives together with in vacation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, always is great to be there. Do they um, the year. do they all live like in the same area of Brazil? So it's easy to sort of see them all together. No, no, no. Right now, uh, the last ten years been a little harder to put everyone together. My, I, I come from Brazil, the capital. Okay. Um, Brasilia. Brasilia, yes. Okay. As the capital, and I, I born and raised there. And. Uh, but my parents, uh, the last 10 years or so, maybe a little less, I don't know, they moved to their hometowns. And um, my parents in one place, and uh, my, my, my sister, they moved there too. Uh, I just have one, one of my brothers there. But the good thing that my, my wife's uh, part of her family, it's in Brazil. Okay. And I, we divide the trip in uh, the last few years in the three different uh, states. Uh, go to Brasilia. Spent time in Brasilia and then uh, spent time with my my parents' hometown. And my, my brother has a beach a house, a beach house in uh, North of Rio. That's nice. Do you do any surfing? Huh? Do you surf no, at all? No, man. Embarrassed to say it. Actually, I did it when I was a kid. But my first ever uh, knee injury came for surfing. No way. What happened? Yeah. The, what do you call it? The, the fin? The, the leash. Oh, uh, yeah. It was yeah. wrapping my leg and uh, after I got caught up, caught up in the, in the wave. Yeah, yeah. And the board went up and my leg was, anyways, my, yeah. Yeah, it was the first time that I bust my knee, put it bad. And uh, the crazy part that was, I was the youngest on the, for my brothers and my, my friends on the, on the, on the beach, everyone was uh, out out of the, the the ocean. Yeah, I was that brave, think that I'm doing well. And uh, uh, when I got caught, got I thought, you. "Look, I'm I'm trouble. You guys have to come here pick it up." But they thought it was a joke until uh, I started drowning and I couldn't I couldn't paddle. Could I could have used my legs too? And they came to rescue me. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, uh, when I was a kid, I um, so we're both immigrants. We should, I'm from Mexico. Uh-huh. And so my you don't par- looks like, huh? I know, right? Yeah. I get that a lot. It's like must be the Spanish side. Yeah, I, I heard yeah. there's a lot of white people in Mexico too. Some yeah. part of Mexico you go is a, it's a lot of uh, Mexico City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of white people. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then um, a lot of white folks, and then uh, some like Irish descent too. So when Mexico was uh, doing the revolution to free itself from Spain, uh-huh. the Irish had a problem with Spain at the same time. So the Irish sent over like 200 of their best troops to Mexico oh, wow. to help us with the revolution to hurt Spain because they were also had a problem with Spain. And so a lot of those troops um, stayed after the revolution. And so like Canelo Alvarez uh-huh, yeah. is a descendant of one of those Irish soldiers that got yeah. sent, you know? Wow. So there's a lot of like, a lot of Irish, a lot of Spanish. Yeah. Uh, but the, you know, the difference with Mexico and, and the United States of America, um, I know it's not what we're here to talk about, but yeah, whatever we're on good. it yeah. is that, um, the United States of America completely wiped out its Indian population, and no one, and that's why we're that's why the United States of America was white for the longest time. Yeah. All European, you know, Europeans mixing together. Mexico, they is half Indian, you know, and so yeah. it's kind of like a native yeah. culture still. Yeah. You know, a lot of the South American countries just didn't wipe out their yeah their Indian the people, population, yeah. so that's why the people look different now. Yeah. You know, it's funny if you have both Irish, uh, they all over. Uh, yeah, I just found out. Just found out like five years ago that uh, my name. It's uh, I'm always thought that uh, Warnick is from Germany, uh-huh. 
uh, for my entire life. My my parents too said, so, "No, it's Germany," but we never studied the the what do you call it, the heritage. Yeah, the, the yeah, genealogy, or yeah, like the tree. Yeah, exactly. The tree goes to be taught. I remember talk with some someone, a, a German person, like maybe ten years ago. He told me, "Oh, we have a a city in in Germany called Wernick." I said, "Oh, really cool. Probably my 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 family's from there." But this lady in Brazil, she wrote a book about Wernick, and we found out that it was a uh, is Irish. Oh wow! Yeah, it came from Irish, but the, in uh, but used to see, uh, the name was a, is a breadneck. Huh. But Brazilian <laughs> have a really hard time to spell uh, to spell, to say the the, the breadneck, and they switch for Wernick. Oh, I still funny. don't know what is the truth. You know, uh-huh. I mean? if I tell this for for the Germany, said, no, oh, this is a BS." You know, you know there's like a hundred people in Germany downloading the podcast, so maybe they'll let us know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they, yeah probably they, they they can expand this for us. But yes, that's what I, I found out that uh, we have the, the the whole book. They the book I don't know much about that because they they don't have me and my my old sister on the, on, the, on the book there. Yeah, on the on the tree. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that's what I what i found out but you talk about brazilian too if you go south brazil uh-huh. it's just white people it's just germany it's just yeah that's what is the you know the the top model that she date what do you call the the, the quarterback uh, uh tom brady yeah giselle blinch you see she's from south brazil it's a it's a beautiful mix they have from that mm-hmm. Brazilians with the Germany, yeah, they have a, a, a lot of beautiful people there. So a lot of, I mean, that was really like the two, yeah, yeah right. Because yeah. there's a lot of them in Argentina too, yeah, where they were just lot, like, hey, yes. no questions asked, we don't care what you did, bring your money, yeah, yeah. it's all you know, it's oh, all yeah. good over here. Yeah, my my actually, my daddy is going to write a book about uh, this guy was uh, he's from a Nazi, uh-huh. and he was one of the guys out of. Uh, uh, Hitler, you know, he worked for. Oh Hitler. my God! Yeah, it's a crazy story. But the, this guy left the, the my my parents' hometown that nobody see him. Uh, it's, it's a crazy story about that people, the immigrants came to Brazil too. And uh, another fun part about Brazil, São Paulo, which is a, a metropolis. Yeah. yeah, that's the biggest uh, Japanese uh, community outside, outside of Japan. Japan. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. You know the. The Japanese cultural exchange is really interesting because I don't know if it's the same in in um, in, in Mexico. Like, are Japanese? Yeah. So it's like 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 uh, really like intense Japanese like uh, anime cartoons that probably would not appeal to the American market. But when I was a child in Me- in, uh, in Mexico, um, there was one like called like uh, the Caballeros del Zodiaco, and it's like the the Knights of the Zodiac. Uh-huh. And so one of the knights is the Pisces, and one of the knights is the Andromeda, one of the knights is you know Gemini. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a really violent tune, you know, and it was for like second graders in Mexico. Yeah. But so, yeah, there's some sort of like um, Japanese uh, influence in the Latin America. I'm not exactly sure what the origins are, but yeah. it's really interesting. But it, the fun about the Japanese in Brazil is just in Sao Paulo. Oh, yeah. If you go to other parts of Brazil, you don't see a lot of Japanese. Mm. But Sao Paulo is unbelievable. They said they have more uh, uh, Japanese restaurants. Then actually the churrascaria, you know the churrascaria that they will come with the shish kebab. Oh they yeah, cut the meat. yeah, they come. They, cut they the have meat. more uh, Japanese restaurant. You can find better uh, Japanese restaurant than uh, actually a good churrascaria in, in São Paulo. Oh, that's so that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. So um, you know when you go over and you visit for you go over and you visit for uh, for the holidays, it kind of reminds me of my family because we're like we're like that too. They come for a month. 
every year you uh-huh. know that's it's um it's a good tradition you know kind of keeps yeah keeps everyone together together otherwise you fall out of touch yeah so the um the japanese sort of cultural exchange is that how judo and niwaza got started like brazilian jiu-jitsu came to came to sao paulo no through judo jiu-jitsu or uh Judo. You talk about judo. Judo. Yeah. Probably. I never said this. I'm pretty sure it was. Probably a lot of dojos. Yeah, I know the the oldest uh, master, the old, oldest what do you call it, got the degree in judo. He mm-hmm. was just got the degree like a couple weeks ago. He was the the oldest, and he's from São Paulo. And okay. I'm pretty sure my my saying judo, uh, he he came from São Paulo. Okay. Yeah. And it was in one of the oldest. Brazil is a very new town. It was built in 1960. Okay. And and a lot of people came came from different parts of Brazil. It's a very uh, uh, the, the culture related. Pretty funny, you know. Yeah. The, uh, for this in terms of state, you know the the accent that the built in Brazil. We we thought for years that we didn't have an accent when we talk. Oh, you have an accent. You know? Yeah. No, accent for Brazilians. Oh, okay, okay. Between us. Yeah. But to answer your question, I, f- I think it's, I never thought about it, but I'm pretty sure it's related with uh, Sao Paulo. Yeah, yeah. What rank do you hold in judo? Hmm? You hold the black belt in judo? No, well. no. I stopped judo. I was, I got the orange belt. Okay. Orange belt. But they, they, they fall the, all the, the color belts. Yeah. You know, uh, why? I actually, actually I jumped for, for white to orange. Okay. It's just the, the third term uh, I think it's a white blue yellow orange uh, yeah my instructor does that I was I was an adult already I was, okay. adult. I was 17 18 years old I wasn't a kid uh, he, he, he did the the whole rank system in terms of uh, all the color belts okay I know a lot of places they don't do it back then what I think was just white brown and black if I'm not sure that's if I'm it not wrong. yeah that yeah. makes sense to me yeah, I like that. I like that too. So, um, yeah, let's just get right into the jiu-jitsu. You're a five-time world champion, uh, five-time Masters world champion, right? If I yeah. read your, yeah, uh, you're a Pan American champion. Let, let's break down the the difference between a world champion and a five-time Master world champion. Okay, it, it's not that I want to take credit the things that I achieve. Sure, sure. I just want to be, give more credit for the people actually battle to win the, the, the adult division the, the, the yeah. adult. I, I, I should call the professional division yeah for me as a black belt okay you know, like wrestling they they break down in a division three three two one one yeah. or we should forget this again uh because we have a lot of people that came from not that much to do jujitsu especially a lot of wrestlers uh-huh. uh they up to 30 years old is I, I love my achievements, you know, and a lot of people. It's look this up long. To, it's this long. It's yeah, this long yeah, on Wikipedia. People uh, uh, look up to me for, for things that I achieve as a, in the master division. It's just I love it, you know. Yeah. I break down my career when I was a professional jiu-jitsu player, you know, mm-hmm. fighter, whatever call, and I want to start doing masters. Okay, is a for me is a huge difference. It's different. Okay, a, a huge difference. Again. I love my achievements and, and I, I think I'm, I won the roads uh, right. four or five times, if I'm not wrong. The, mm-hmm. the, with the gi, I have one with no gi. Too. I think the picture the picture that I put on was the roads, too. Yeah. No gi roads. Uh, and again, uh, for, for the people that, that want to be 
involved in jiu-jitsu or maybe you've done competition when you're young and you're looking for a martial arts that you can follow the lifestyle of training it might be interesting to compete jiu-jitsu is a perfect sport yeah you know, perfect yeah. martial arts yeah you i mean you've you've had a quite a list of achievements the master's achievements are the latest ones right because yeah, the latest a, ones yes. you know but i mean yeah. you're a pan-american champion as yeah. well i mean just every tournament every tournament that there is for the last you know yeah. 15 yeah. years yeah we, we, yeah, we didn't have many tournaments yeah. back in the days like we have right now right now you if I you compete every weekend right now if you wanted to yeah exactly if you, all the if IBJJF to all the opens the Abu Dhabis uh, to ADCCs to what you call the Eddie Bravo competition oh, to EBI. Eddie, yeah you have to have have to have uh, be invited yeah but a small term amateur tournaments too it's all all weekend you're right yeah, yeah. you know I, I don't put the all the, the small tournaments that I that that I done it again it's not against the, the things that are but in terms of a promotion, in terms of a uh, recognition, no need. Yeah, I feel like you. Why am I going to put this? You know? Yeah, yeah. So why did you um, like just let's just let's just start at the beginning, I guess. What made you want to start doing jujitsu? When okay. did you start? Yeah, I started in uh, 1991. I, I did capoeira for a few years. Okay. Do you mind if I ask you how old you were? Right now I'm, I'm going to turn 44 in uh, now in February. I like to say 54. That's when I say that, oh my gosh, you look so young. And I'm, like, I'm going to turn 44, 44 now in uh, February. Okay. And it was 1991, I was 17 years old, and I started, I was, I did judo, excuse me, I did capoeira, capoeira in the beginning, yes, capoeira in the beginning, and I, did, I have a, a few friends who was doing capoeira, my best friend was doing capoeira, and uh, I decided to do capoeira, and it was Awesome, you know, in terms of uh, toughness, uh, movement, the people that I yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't apply the the movements to relate to jujitsu later on, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but it sucks in capoeira, man. It was horrible. Like yeah, all the <laughs> acrobatic stuff, I was horrible. But capoeira, we don't give credit for. But you have the the sense of space you have to have in a in a hot in a, in a hot capoeira when they see the people in the circle, the circle play yeah. and especially if you if you if you do a, like a street hoda which is a you go to a place someone's hosting a, the the hoda uh, for another school that's when the competitions come that's when the, the fights come okay and and then when you play capoeira you don't know if someone is willing just to to dance throw the movements or if they're gonna throw exactly yes and uh, you have to. You, you have, have to, be to, to be ready to to do your acrobatic stuff, you know, your car wheels, your, your jinga or stuff. At the same time, so what the hell is this guy's going to... You don't know if the guy's going to try kicking the Is face. there like an etiquette to that? Kind of like a... The, the etiquette know. is not... You cannot make a fist. Okay. And you cannot stand as... It, if he does that, okay, you, you're not... You're fighting you, now. You lost. Yeah, yeah okay. It's fighting. People are going to break down. And they have a little bit of a takedowns involved, which is it's really good. That's the only thing that is funny because it's not my strongest point is takedown in, in nowadays. Okay. But the only things that I was doing well was to take someone's down in the hoda. You shoot it for double leg as you I'm throw it. for the grappling. Yeah. And, and I, it was a... I can say that back then. Now that I was a... was was my instinct. Yeah. yeah. It was part of me. But if you... Uh, of course, uh, looking back for my my childhood days that are... Uh, the few fighters that that I was involved, I was really good to hold someone on the ground, pin them, say, "Look, stop." Yeah. You know, and I, I, you, you quit. He said, "I quit." Okay, I won. 
And yeah. even some a couple of times that I was I quit the kid I I I pinned the kid on the on the ground. He actually was older than me, and he he put his finger finger on my neck. Oh my scrapped god! My, yeah, and man, was the thing started bleeding so bad. I started, but I started squeezing, but I didn't throw one punch on him. You yeah. know, and one of my friends said, "Hey, punch him, punch him! Have blood come out of your neck? No, he's gonna quit." And he quit. <laughs> but who got the worse? He did. You he know, quit. Yeah, yeah he, he quit. But I he had that neck. I pinned him. He yeah. decided for all the friends, you know, looking, looking this. But I remember looking, uh, going back to the, my, my, my classroom, and the 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 girl looked. They said, hey, "Yeah, Cassio beat the kid." Look, him it was fresh. Nothing happened for him. Oh, but he has blood come out of him. He lost. Nah, you know? he said, it's funny. <laughs> but but, but for, for my my for my part, you know, I felt like he he gave up. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I started in Capoeira when I was 11, and I did for until, i say, my 14, 15 years old. And I stopped, and I, I was big, and I was involved in doing weights since I was my, my 12. Doing, Sorry, I'm listening. I'm just trying to get the audio right. Yeah, make no sure problem. That it's good. And I was working out, and uh, but I got, got to the point that I, my, my, I, I want to compete, you know, doing something. And... I got involved in judo was because I want to compete. It's not because I was looking for another martial arts. But once I got there, I said, okay, that's what I want to do. You know. So it was judo first? It was judo first. It was judo first. And uh, I already relate with jiu-jitsu. You know the, the Ezekiel, the choke? Yeah, yeah. Famous? Yeah. Uh, the guy that invented the Ezekiel, he's from my hometown. His name is Ezekiel Paraguasu. Oh, wow. Uh, I met him right before in 1998, right before he went to Olympics. Uh, I saw him train. I saw him working out the same place that I was. I was man. I, I want to be like this guy. Yeah, yeah. And and I heard that uh, he was good on the, the ground part in judo. And, and before I started uh, doing judo, I started studying. Okay, you have the takedowns, have the ground game. What do we do now? You know? So you had that affinity for it. You had that like notion to pin somebody in. Yes, on the and I yeah. was. Uh, and I, when I started doing judo. Uh, Ezekiel, he he got invited to go to Rio. Right. Uh, he was or, or probably he was doing a, a training camp in, in Rio with the, the the team, the national team. Okay. And Papa, this guy was already doing jujitsu. Hey, what about you get more trained? You, you're good in the ground game. Why why not gonna visit uh, jujitsu school here in Rio as in, in Rio? And he went there with uh, Ezekiel and the Carson Gracie, the famous Carson Gracie school. I forgot that, but in Copacabana, in Rio, he went there, and he has a really hard time to pass the guy's guard. I mean, well, I cannot pass those guys' guard. Okay. What should I do? And he got really intrigued about it. That man, I cannot pin those guys in the side control mount. Uh, I cannot move those guys. And the next day, he will, he, he got intrigued about it. You know, so what what should I do? And I, the next day, he came. He went there. And I started choking people Ezekiel. inside the closed guard and the, from the Ezekiel. Oh, wow. And he choked a lot of guys. I, I cannot name it because actually I don't know what, yeah, which it is. Yeah, a long time ago, But yeah. they, they, that's why would, they, the name got famous. And I, at that point that he choked a few guys and the Ezekiel inside the closed guard, boom. The choke now has a lot of different variations. Uh, but it's just a cool story. But And, I, and then I, after i done judo, I started... Uh, Will involve in the ground game and judo. Even they have a, we had a class at six in the morning. Uh, that's the only time in my life that I I wake up or that I'll complain. <laughs> it's to go to judo. Yeah, that I, was a just ground game. It's just ground. 
work and uh, I trained there for for a while. Then, and uh, I I found out about jujitsu. I knew about jujitsu, but uh, I was doing school in the evenings. And the, the only place that you have to train jujitsu uh, back then was the night night classes. I couldn't go. Okay, That's what I was doing. But I found out one a guy that I was a blue belt. He star doing classes on uh, one of, one of the, the the country clubs that I, I was going. Friend friend of my brother, one of my brothers, and then I got invited to train there. I went there and signed up, and uh, boom, this was a uh, beginning nineteen ninety two, if I'm not wrong. And I started training jujitsu with this guy. So you know, one thing that you you said that I thought was interesting. Um, about like capoeira and i feel like jujitsu shares this as well is that there's like an etiquette to the sparring yeah you um it's mostly for the most part kind of like playful yeah but there's also has this like language of like gradual escalation yeah but you cannot fight you kind of like you shouldn't be hitting each other right yeah yeah um and you kind of like there's this like unspoken language and you sort of like read I think a little bit more deeply into the exchanges and you read a little bit more deeply into what the other person is doing because yeah. you have that space to relax. Well, like I started with uh, wrestling and there's no gradual escalation no. in wrestling. It's just yeah. right away, yeah. you know, but that um, doesn't, I think breed as much thoughtfulness, you know, like jujitsu, you really need to think. And I think yeah. it, like, yeah. you know, the, Braz- I don't know if it's like, you know, capoeira and jujitsu, but like those Brazilian arts, like really give you the, the space to think a little bit, you know, which yeah. I think is like really useful for, yeah. for, yeah. Uh, for it, martial it, arts. It's, it's a little easy to, to play playful, uh, when you just work in the uh, grappling. Yeah. But once you have uh, kicks and, uh, uh, slap in the head, you know, <laughs> open hand, because in, in, in capoeira, it's acceptable, you know, the, the open hand. Oh, wow. And you don't know how, how can you, Right, you know, manage it there. You yeah, know, it was too hard. No, it was hard. No, it was yeah, man, it was a little hard. It's pretty hard, man. Yeah, <laughs> and the intensity of Pesamo's guard is different. If you oh, you holding my guard pretty good. Okay, let me push a little harder, uh, and you see you pick it up hard, but it's still, you know, in the ground aspect. Of course, if the guy start uh, eye gouge you and uh, elbow things yeah. like this, I mean, seems like it wasn't intentional. But you know it was can escalate for different for different reasons. Yeah, but jujitsu is really hard to get to. Uh, yeah, uh, like like you said, the wrestlers is it's hard to to tell calm them, them hey, down. calm down, man, and calm down. You don't try to kill this person. But it is not they not do intentionally to hurt the other guy. It's just the intensity they have when they were. That's all they know. Wrestling room is different than when it goes for jujitsu. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm helping so, out at a uh, at a high school wrestling. Uh, I do like some coaching. Uh huh. And. Uh, I almost feel like telling the kids to calm down. But, yeah, you know, the other coaches yeah. wouldn't like that. But I was like, man, yeah. you guys got to calm down and think a little bit, you know, because yeah. they, yeah. they'll try the same move like five times in a row, just harder and harder and yeah. harder and Instead harder. They step back and go for something else. Yeah. It's just, yeah, the intensity is different. Uh, yeah, some some wrestlers can translate really, really good for jiu-jitsu, but some ones they can't because the intensity, they're going to keep the intensity. And uh, jiu-jitsu sometimes if you put six, eight, ten minute rounds, you can't. Uh, some, someone's got a hold with you. Doesn't matter. It, the shape that we wore when you were eighteen is not the same that you now late twenties or thirties. Yeah. One thing I realized, um, it, it's so funny because if you pace yourself, you can ac- actually push yourself harder. So, like, yeah. One thing that I realized when I was um, starting jujitsu was that we were sparring for like 15 min- fifty minutes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where in wrestling we would spar for thirty, and it'd be thirty, but they were 
Mm-hmm. It was like 15 two-minute rounds. Yeah, breakdown uh, and a... And a uh, yeah, as minute. opposed to 50 minutes. Yeah, it's a bunch of sprints, but yeah, yeah it's not... A, it's not it's not constantly, you know, you you have the break, little little break to catch your breath. You yeah. sometimes, especially with the gi, if you get a hold of you, if you if you don't know how to breathe as I'm holding you, yeah, you're gonna get south. That was harder for me. I almost felt like, um, what it reminded me of was like my sister would go swimming in the ocean. She would go from one pier in San Diego to another pier. She would swim two miles. Wow. Yeah, and she'd have her. Um, her boyfriend would meet her there, and then she would run back. Her meet, would meet her really there with nice, shoes, and yeah. she would run back. Yeah, yeah she's she's in really good shape. But I went to I went to try the the swim with her, and you know we're in the ocean. It's like you know she gives she gave me goggles, but I can't see because you know yeah, there's like sand. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then the the water's kind of doing this, and you don't really know where you're going. And I you know I stopped to talk to her, and I was like, I don't know where I'm going. And yeah. she's like, you just kind of swim and trust it. You just gotta keep. That bit. But she have a way better sense of direction too. Yeah, because she's been it. doing it. Yeah. But that's kind of like when I first started doing jujitsu. That's what it seemed like to me. It's like you just gotta keep swimming. It's a long fifty yeah. minutes, forty five minutes. Yeah. Just keep swimming and kind of yeah. you know you're kind of swimming we, in the ocean. It's funny you said that. We we do a train a lot, uh, at the school, uh, and I did this a lot in the Brazilian right now in my hometown. Uh, the, the, we do the, the king of the hill. The whole the whole class is just gonna be trained. And we sat, we sat in the middle, the most of the high belts, and everyone goes to the wall, and uh, we pair up, and the rest waiting. Let, let's say if you have uh, 30 people in the, in the room, we're going to have uh, 20, 10 pairs, and uh, 10 waiting for, for getting in. Yeah, yeah. The hardest one, the one you do by points, you know, like you take downs or swing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's intense. Passing guards. Because it's super intense, you know. If you if you allow someone to to take you down or to sweep you, to, you go back in line. You, you don't know how long it's going to take you to go back in. Yeah, yeah. You know, you pray that. So it's like a war. Yeah, and, and a war in terms of you, because after the your first second round, it doesn't matter how good shape you are. You're going to be tired. Someone's going yeah. to come blast you really hard. You know. Yeah. Uh, this this training is really hard. But when I do the King of the Hill with sub only. Just submission. We do a few things that is different. That let's say that if I for don't get too boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it, if it goes for a high mount, that's mean that I can strike in you. Oh wow! You know, if I, if I go high mount, you hold it there for ten seconds. That's mean that I, I spent ten seconds punching the punching the head. You you are. If right. I if I do like a crucifix and side control, pin your arm, pin the leg, and put your side control. Yeah. Hold it. Yes, you can help someone in the face. You can uh, if you turtle. If I if I hold your one arm, if that arm is touching back your head, does mean that this hand here is a punch back there. Yeah, yeah. So and it simulates you, MMA. It's similar, uh, yeah, similar for MMA too. You know that uh, if I, if I if I put in a close guard, and you you posture up in front of me, does mean you, you have a good posture, you can punch, you can help me. I should open my guard to be more yeah, active with yeah. my legs. But if I wrap you, holding you tight, doing attacking you, you trouble inside. So you're forcing the action. I'm forcing the action. Yes. But this train can be taken. I, I saw guys rolling uh, 25, 30 minutes, the same pair. I, uh, one of the, the last ones that I did have this uh, this guy in Sima. Uh-huh. He's, he's a beast, man. He's like a two, 260. Oh, my God. Pure muscle. Pure muscle. Wow. He, he, he does bodybuilding, weightlifter. He's, he's a monster. He used to be a soccer player, which is mean that he has a good cardio too. Right. And he was going with, he's a, he just got his blue belt. He was going for Mark. Mark is a, a 
maybe weights like 160, 165. Okay. Not short so. guy, but it's a black belt. Man, and I, if you don't sh- shoot for a clear technique against Sima, perfect. You're not gonna. You're gonna lose. He's yeah. gonna find a way to 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 skate muscle or scrub, technique scrub or something. Out. And he is very playful. Sometimes accept position that it comes right just so he can learn. Right. But if you get someone bigger or higher rank with him, he's gonna put on. Okay. But usually super playful. Never hurt anyone in the school. Yeah. But the guy's a beast. He's competing too. I think he, all the competition that he done, he won. Okay. And. Uh, but they would roll for, I don't know, I would say 45 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was a 90 minutes uh, king of the hill. But if it was a perfect technique, uh, a Simo would accept Mark to catch him. But, yeah. And I, but, but anyways, this train can be less tired than actually the king of the hill with point system. Yeah, yeah. You know, if the takedowns and not. You, you, I see guys a lot of times spend time with the white belt for almost like a private lesson. They, they don't catch the white belt and yeah. the upper. They let it's like catch play. and release. Yeah, let, let, let they, they be there for 10, uh, 10 minutes. And sometimes they play the, jo- the Joker. I'm not outside. <laughs> Whoever is, in the, is there for too long, I go there, boom, I take them out. Oh, wow. And I put someone with me, some white belt. And I, usually the upper belts, they play like this. Yeah. They let the, the beginners come and they. They spend time, they answer questions, you know, to help to build the game. Uh, but it, it's a fun train and a, they everyone love it. But if I tell them overhand that, hey, we're going to have King of the Hill tomorrow, they're going to, oh my gosh, oh my should, should I come in class? Yeah. You yeah. know, but if I tell them what at the beginning, ooh, have the butterfly comes because they know it's going to have to roll a lot. Push, but push, every push, time push. they finish, they feel like, please, I go, thank you. Thanks for having a train like this. Yeah. Because yeah. it's different. It's a, uh, like I said, the, the fun part about trains like this is a, it's a it's a, your mental. It's more mental for you because once you you there, the other guy come fresh. He has to take it out because yeah. it's supposed to be fresh and and you survive for a little longer with someone come fresh and you, you work your mental aspect too. You know? Yeah, you know one thing uh, talking about that mental aspect. Um, I'm going to like these like high school wrestling tournaments right now mm-hmm. because you know I'm, I'm coaching high school wrestling. Yeah. And what the the way that they do the brackets in high school is they'll run all the brackets parallel to each other. So you get like the first match of the bracket and then you wait like two hours mm-hmm. and then the second match of the bracket yeah, and then yeah, the third yeah, match yeah, of the bracket. Yeah, that yeah. means, yeah, that means everybody has to be there for two days sometimes. Oh, yeah. I went to a tournament last weekend and they spend all day long there. Two days. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes. You know, they do three matches one day and then they'll go home and, and the next day for two yeah. more matches. It's awful, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the idea is to make sure that everybody gets at least an hour of rest in between matches. Yeah. But I think it'd be kind of cool to take the whole bracket yeah. and be like, all right, we're doing this right yeah. now. Yeah, like you for know, for an hour. Like, like jiu-jitsu. Focused, yes, yes. It's, it definitely was way, way yeah. better. Man. It's better for self-defense and it's also like mental toughness. Like, hey, I pinned, you know, I um, I pinned my guy in one minute. And the other kid that I'm gonna fight had like a six minute fight, no. so I should win, right? But yeah. but then maybe the other kid's a beast, yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like more exciting that way too. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, I think the the hard part now in the tournaments, but back in the days was used to be like this. Even oh really? The IBJJF tournament was like this. That's awful. You don't know when when you're gonna. Quit. They say okay, start around the afternoon. You have to be there at two o'clock, but you don't know when you're gonna. Till like you're seven be, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Go nine, ten p.m. You're still there. Was horrible. Uh, yeah, nowadays is way better, man. Yeah, you you know like something can happen, 
but most of the time they run pretty good on the the time. The time is, is yeah. They follow. That's one thing that I really like about about IBJJF tournaments nowadays is that they they can actually tell you like within a half hour this yeah. is when you're gonna go yeah. and so it's, it makes it easier to get the family involved oh like, yeah you know like my family would want to come watch wrestling tournaments yeah and and they can't tell you yeah they can't tell you. so my mom would come and like read a book because you know she doesn't know yeah and then she's looking she's looking out and she can't tell me i can't tell her what mat i'm on either it's the first mat to clear up yeah. so she'd be like reading a book and then she wouldn't look up and i would wrestle and like she would miss it you know yeah, <laughs> like or, yeah. it's just hard yeah. to get involved right yeah but with ju- with those jujitsu yeah. tournaments it's like hey i'm gonna be up at three or right around there yeah you know yeah. so hey so when you started doing jujitsu like at what point did you realize like oh this is for me i'm gonna i'm gonna have a professional career i'm gonna be an instructor like when uh, did it did you know right away? Did you like right fall away. right in love with it? Right away. You know, yeah. uh, it's funny because I was finished high school. I was late in school. I gave, my, my parents said that the only thing that I, that I gave trouble for my parents was in school. It was really hard for me. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, I was really bad in school. No, you were no, like bored, crazy. you didn't like it? I didn't it, like it. Okay. I didn't like the schools that I went through. You know, I went to a Catholic, a Catholic school for years. Okay, yeah. And it can be I'm tough if behind. you don't fit in. Huh? can be tough if you don't fit in. Yes, and, and yeah. I, I and I, I always, since I was a kid, I was really, I want to be related to sport. Same, always. Okay. There was a soccer in the beginning, like I said, capoeira after that, and judo. And I felt like he looking right now for the schools over here in the U.S. Uh, if I was related to uh, sports, maybe would have kept my attention a little longer. You know, like, look, if you don't do well in, uh, in math or in, in, in Portuguese, you, uh, whatever you, the, the discipline it is, you're not gonna be able to play soccer. You're not gonna be able right, to choose right, your right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but no, my school was not. It was super tradition. Uh, it was really tough. But anyways, it was uh, was I can go for for the school stuff now because I have four kids and uh, when it's, they do uh, Montessori, yeah, they love it. And I went there to see them what they do. I love what they, Montessori is a good model. Yeah, I, I love it. For, so just so for folks that are listening that don't know Montessori is like you you have to learn a certain amount of things in each subject, but past that, you kind of pick what you're interested in, right? Exactly. The, yeah. the, the, the classroom is like, it looks like a huge living room. A lot That's of different so cool. stuff. A lot, yeah, they, they can, they don't need to sit in front, in, in front of the, uh, the, the teacher, just listen to what they, you know, they make circles, they talk, they, boom, they, and, and anyway, when I went there, I saw the, 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 the classroom, I said, oh my gosh, first time of my life, 42 years old back then, First time that I felt like, you know what? This is okay. Yes. I, I would accept that being in class like yeah, yeah. I was happy for my kids. But, yes, going back to, to me, at a, I, was, I had a really hard time with my parents to, in terms of... Uh, school. School. And different for a lot of stories that you, you hear about Brazilians and uh, come from U.S. So I, I come from for middle class. You know, my my bro- family of uh, six, you know, four, my two brothers, one sister, my parents, super close to, to me, uh, born and raised for, by them. Uh, and uh, we have a, a good life, you know, living yeah, in yeah. good neighborhoods, you know, good schools. So you guys were already doing pretty well when you came over here. Yes, yes. I, yeah. yeah. So why'd my, you, like... Wh- my, yeah, we're going to get there. My, okay. my options was... Uh, I had a few for my for my dad to accept me, be a, a make a living teaching jujitsu in Brazil for him was like no I 
I raise low you class to, or something. Yeah, I, I yeah. raise you to be a doctor or to, to a lawyer it. or a businessman. You know, not to, you know, and I and for them it was more like, oh, class is gonna be a headache from for us in terms of this. No, doing crazy stuff in the, in the street, never because I I've been dating the same person since I was. 15 years old <laughs> the same person ever you no know, never got a we never got never broke up always together but it was more because the schools just and if for me if for years i blame myself man for me i was so i felt bad for my parents because i wasn't good in school you know it was it, it kind of a mix of embarrassed so i always had like to, ashamed a little bit yeah, or something I need yeah. to give a degree like for what's them. wrong yes, with me yes yeah yeah yes definitely uh, i need to to give a degree for them something for years i was like man you know i need to go back to school i need to go back so even though after i came here <laughs> first time i came here the first time but looking back right now i felt like for all my brothers and sisters i was the first one to choose what to do in life yeah yeah right, man? yeah and for the years that I was blaming myself, my parents was very proud of me and my brothers too. You know, jiu-jitsu was a crazy a bond yeah, yeah. that I have between us. You know, like we we were super close. Me, Marcel, the second, the second, the second youngest, we were all together. But Marcel was he was close for for me, for my old brother, for my sister. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy that I can put us together. Sorry. Oh, don't be. But uh, Victor. Uh, is he's one of my black belts. He, we had a really hard time to to get along. Oh, know? really? He's four years old. I want to be around him. He's like, no, get out of here, kid. Okay. You know, and, but when I started jujitsu, was, uh, was brought you together? You know, yeah, and he started paying because I was doing judo. My parents didn't want to pay me for for judo jujitsu. It's like, expensive. One and he other, was yeah. working back then. Said, no, don't worry about. It. We're gonna start training. I want to start doing jujitsu. I'm gonna pay your membership. Oh wow! That's cool. the first time. What? Really, and then we boom we together. He was yeah. he was picking me up, drive to the school. We trained together. It was awesome, you know. The, the whole experience with my brother in terms of uh, the martial arts, jujitsu, brought us together. And one of the the most amazing uh, uh, father son experience that I have really with my dad, you know, was related to jujitsu. You know, wow. and, uh, and he he realized, you know what, this kid, he want to make this for a living. Yeah, he wants and, to do this. It's okay. Yes, and accepted. Uh, that's one that uh, I don't know if you, you, you watched the video me with, with Helio. I watched a lot of them getting ready for this. Yeah, uh, Helio Gracie. You know, oh yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the video with Helio Gracie is a very interesting story. Derek wanted me. Derek Damano wanted me to ask you about that. Yeah, that that that's really cool story because my like I said, that's when I realized, man, my I got my back now. My dad has, has my back. Yeah. I can. He got you the private with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was nineteen. You know, uh, just started. Have a couple of years in jujitsu and judo, relate, moon train, but nothing's officially. Uh, you know, and my dad. He he was was like middle of nineteen ninety three. If I'm not wrong, it was August in nineteen ninety three. His uh, we we were trained, like I said, with a blue belt. Yeah. And the same time this happened, that's when the same time I I met my my instructor, the ones that gave me all my my, okay. my sensei, they gave me all my, my belts, Ricardo Tank. But first about my the bond between me and my dad. Yeah. Uh, we went to uh, he he said, well, "Who are you train with? Oh, this blue belt, yes. but I, you know he's a good he's a great guy, you know." Uh, but how are you gonna get rank? How are you gonna train seriously with another blue belt? And I, 
that I would tell me he he, he my my daddy he was uh, he worked for a year for his whole life for for the light companies to represent he is like, uh, like light bulbs or like yeah like electricity no, no electricity for streets what what do you call it? the the, oh, the the yeah like public lighting the, the, the yes the he he was uh pretty smart on this and I that's what he he'd done for his whole life he in and at one point he was traveling like he twice a week all over Brazil. Uh, doing uh, clinics, uh, seminars, speaking about uh, uh, his work and the things that he does. But he, he went to Rio and he, he went there and said, you know what, I'm going to visit a uh, Gracie school here. And he knew it about the Gracie. Of course, Gracie is huge there, but more for him because he, he, went, he went to military. Uh, he went to, to Rio in, in, in the, in the f- uh, late you know, early 50s, no, excuse me, late 50s. Okay. No, he's from 38. He was 17. Okay, in the 60s, huh? Okay. Yeah, some, some, sometimes, sometime in the, in the 50s. Okay. And the Gracie was good. And he heard a lot of stories about the Graces. Yeah. You know, he so never done Jiu-Jitsu. Out. Yeah, he's never done Jiu-Jitsu, but he heard a lot of stories. And he decided to go to the Gracie Academy. In his mind, it was a go there. It's like, you guys don't uh, have a huge market in Brazilian. Uh, my son is crazy about Jiu-Jitsu. And what about you? You guys have a, someone that you want to teach in Brazil? In Brazil, I can help you find a place and uh, you know help to build the school first. Oh wow! That's was his, his goal. And so he went, really he really wanted to see to it that you got the training. Yeah, exactly. See, wow, you got the training. Cool. Eventually, be a be a instructor. Yeah. And it was a was a, and a uh, the grace. I think still the grace of my tie is still in, a, in this uh, Catholic school. And uh, he was going upstairs at, uh, for the uh, on the, the academy. The first person that he crossed uh, was Hilo Grace. Oh wow! The funny thing about Hilo Grace, Hilo Grace lives in Taipab, which is uh, over the mountains. You know, it's like maybe uh, uh, ninety miles, eighty miles away from Rio. Okay. And he was going there just once a week. And the time they got there was the time they crossed with my dad. And my dad he introduced and uh, wow, they, small he, world. Sa- yeah, he, small, he sat yeah he sat down world. and started talking. And he said he talked for hours with Hilo. And he, and my dad, like I said, he is good for talking, and he, <laughs> and he stopped bringing convers- uh, 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 things about 1960s, and uh, got caught up in the conversation. And Hilo uh, Grace was really happy with the, the conversation. He, he he mentioned to, to Hilo, hey, you know, my 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 son is completely passionate about jujitsu, love it, uh, but it's not much schools there. You know, you guys are not willing to to have someone to. One of your black belts to run the school in Brazilia, and he looked at look. Right now, the only person that I trust wasn't as big that time, at that time, right? Like it wasn't. Yeah, it, w- it was getting there. It, okay. it's, it's, of course, it's not compared to nowadays. Not compared to today, I would yeah. say that I would compare Brazilia in uh, Sacramento ten years ago, one, one, okay. fifteen years ago. Okay, couple schools. Yeah, couple, couple schools. schools and. Uh, but they, and he said, "Look, I, the only person that I trust now to open a school with my name, with the use the Gracie name, is my my my, my sons, and and uh, they are busy uh, in the U.S. or uh, here in Brazil. I don't think they're willing to to move to Brazil to open a school. Uh, why don't bring your son here so you can meet him? Oh, cool. Yeah, and a week later I was there. You know, my dad said he got back. Said we're gonna have a trip to Rio next week. If what is about this trip? You you're gonna see." Yeah, uh, when I got gi. there, and uh, he was he uh, when I got there, uh, Hollyer was already waiting for me. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, oh my god! And I, I roll with uh, I have a 
I saw him doing private lesson, and after that he rolled, he spent like 30 minutes together rolling, and then we left there. We had a lunch together, and the next day that I went to to Hilo's house, down down to the mountain in Taipava, and they called the the Gracie Valley his his place that he used to have. Probably his 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 wife still lived there. It's huge, huge, beautiful man. The middle middle of the the jungle. It's uh, you know it was beautiful. I have the lake. The house is huge house, you know, one store house, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, imagine nineteen years old get there. Yeah. Looking at that. Man, was I just sat down there and start talking with Helio? We we, we talked for like three hours, you know, just wow. between uh, right before lunch, and tell a bunch of stories and uh, uh and he said uh, basically, uh, he said, Look, why why not your your son? live with me oh wow for a few months and uh everything that i know about my life jujitsu is in this book he had a book in his hand everything that i know is this year and now going back to my instructor yeah. it was the exact the same a week before that i met my instructor hmm. remain and uh isn't you know come the loyalty the the, the bond you have if you are yeah. instructor people yeah. And I, but I was completely triggered about that. What I mean, you know, is yes, you you can live here for a few months, and uh, after that, go back to Rio, stay with Holler, maybe live in Rio for 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 a little while. You know, if you want to be good at competing, what I'm going to teach you is how to protect another person. You know, how to teach. Uh, if it's on you to be a world champion, to compete, to fight, to represent jiu-jitsu one day in a in a no-holds bar, but everything that I know, it's in this book, and I can teach you. And man, I got I got it was a mix of excitement. It's the same time that I was man, how how this thing is gonna work, you know? Like yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I'm gonna be a, a, a Gracie black belt, or how, right, right, right. Where this okay, you almost couldn't anyways, believe it yourself. But yeah. another fun story was this was in August, and I was in school. Said, so look, I, uh, my dad said, look, he cannot do until finish school. Now I was about to finish my my, my school in, uh, in December. He said, no, anyways, I, I cannot do before November, uh, before December too. I'm going to US now. My my one of my kids is gonna have uh, this huge. A fight event that I, I, I'm gonna go there to train. I said, Who Hickson's gonna fight? So, no, no, it's not Hickson, it's Hoyce. And I heard about Hoyce before. Yeah. Oh, Hoyce oh, is gonna fight. You know, that's one of your youngest. Says, yeah, yes. Uh, we want to put him to fight because uh, uh, we know if you, if you put Hickson, Hickson is uh, people gonna get scared of him. And it's gonna be an eight man tournament. Uh, the best guys in the world for each martial arts are gonna fight. The uh, UFC. UFC, it's yeah. crazy. Huh? Yeah, November. Uh, I don't know the day was the first UFC, but it was November. It's like ninety seven, ninety three, ninety three, ninety three, okay. nineteen ninety three. It was uh, November nineteen ninety three, some day in November nineteen ninety three. But in, in, during this time, I got really close with my instructor. Oh, 25 years. That's right, twenty five years. Sorry. Yeah, the, I got really close with my instructor, and uh, I felt that uh, it's not that a. Uh, my instructor would accept me to train in uh, uh, Helio Grace. He, he, he would support me. It was just uh, for me, if I, uh, okay, 
I'm gonna get there if he's gonna promote me. I'm gonna walk here. You know that the the mentality that I have from black belters, okay, is, is it's a is a ten years commitment to to get to a black belt. It's right, eight years. Right. I cannot just turn the flip and I like a, a matrix. Put the and be a black belt. Uh, yeah. In yeah. yeah. my no. my and like I said, the beginning for me was just because competition. Yeah. And my even my the video as I'm going with Hilary uh, Grace, my 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 bro, my my dad mesh. Hey. He's just about uh, competing uh, the ground part. He, he don't care much about self-defense. I said, I mean, he, he said that in front of Hilo Grace. I was like, oh, my God, oh, he's going to no. be crap out of me. Oh, no. You yeah. know, because Hilo Grace yeah. is huge about that. Yeah, about the art. And uh, the art. I said, no, it's not like this because I, I don't have to, someone to train with. It is a lie because uh, <laughs> Amado Vrigi uh, is one, one of his uh, red belts and... Um, you know, he was in Brazil, hometown. I couldn't, but I was just involved in the the training aspect, the grappling, the right, right. Not much in the the self defense aspect, but yeah, and uh, I didn't didn't go through. You know, my daddy actually once they finished school, he said, "Hey, what do you want to do?" I said, "Man, I don't want to move to Rio. You know, I have my girlfriend. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, same girlfriend, yeah. same one since nineteen. I was together for four years, and my bro, and my parents, they love her too." Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, I don't think her mom's gonna let you move with her for that. <laughs> it's a mix of uh, my my girlfriend, my my bond with my my team, my yeah. my, my instructor, Your first instructor, yeah, uh, home, home, home for yeah. sure, home. And uh, and if I would move to Rio, I would definitely would have to do a college, but that would have just let me do something else besides train. Right. But uh, yes, and uh, after a couple of years, in uh, 1995, I started. Uh, teaching that's when I start teaching uh, I just create my my roots deep in my hometown after I train with my team with my 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 friends um, I had a couple of chances that I, I I saw Hilo again he's just hey it's funny how, how he was already uh, about to turn 80 or about to turn 70 and we roll oh wow and uh, I in the, in the Nationals in 1995 and I saw him. I crossed with him. He said, "Hey, how you doing? How's your dad?" I was, "God damn it! You remember me?" And I'm like, "He said, wow. wow, that's awesome. Oh, he's good.' And you know, uh, say hi to him. Don't forget. So of course not. Sir, he no. remembered you. Wow. Yeah, it was was awesome. You know, uh, Holler. And after that, I went a, uh, a few times to Holler School to train. I, I remember the first uh, before the first roads. In 1996, I represent. I went for for Holly School. He said, "Hey, why, why don't you come down here and spend a month training with us?" And That's so cool. Yeah, I, w- I was there. Yeah, I trained with him. But that, and uh, like I said, that once my my dad said that I that I, I was completely passionate about it and serious about it, training and compete, they had my back. Yeah. Uh, but at on, first it was kind of like oh I don't know about this yeah and of then course, yes, then yeah. you 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 demonstrated yeah. the commitment to I, it yeah the, the, the discipline the commitment and uh, I was completely and my, my dad said he just blow his mind how perseverant I was right with this you know he he even uh, he came here to see me the only time that he came here with my my mom in the in 2009 uh, he saw for what I came true to what I have right now in terms of uh, uh, recognition in the sport that I, you know, two schools, two schools and I do by myself come and, uh, you know, go chase my dream. And he wrote a book and, uh, but you know how that it is. And they, they just compliment more that you, you mm. deserve. 
Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And uh, every time that he started writing, but no, it's not like this. It's no, it is like this. Yeah. You know, I know about writing, you know, I know about your stories. I said, no, that, but, you know, and, you know, anyways, after his 85 page and uh, he got pissed with me, just tore everything apart. So, no, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and we, yeah, but, yes, and, and then 1995, I started teaching, was my, my first school, my, my, my instructor. But, I mean, he's tomorrow. proud of you, like, that's the. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, you, you've done a lot. Yeah. You've done a yeah, lot, for, right? For, for a persistent person, yes. Yeah, you've, done, you've done like a, you've had like a really like remarkable like uh, professional career. Yeah. And then your teaching career is maybe even more remarkable. You yeah. know, like, um, you know the American wrestler Dan Gable? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I he he went to the Olympics and there was one Olympic, he won two gold medals, but the I think it was either the first one or the second one. The whole Olympics, no one scored a point on him. Not one point, you know? Wow. So it was like he uh, he got a cut above his forehead. And the Russians were like, disqualify him. He can't stop because they knew that's the only way they'd stop him, you wow. know? Um, but, yeah, no, no one scored a point on him won Olympics. And he was just that dominant. But then as a coach, you know, maybe what he did as a coach is even better than what he did as a as a competitor. As a coach, he won nine national titles in a row. Wow. You know, at, at Iowa, Iowa State University. Yeah. Uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. And the, he was going for 10, but, you know, I feel like the, the we're not allowed to write such perfect stories, right? Like on the 10th yeah, on the yeah, 10th time, yeah. they, uh, they, they got these new mats with a big X down the middle for the Roman numeral 10. And they, it didn't work out. It didn't work out wow. You know, but, you know, you look back at the, the national champs that he's trained, you know, the Olympic medalists that he's trained. Yeah. Um, on the national titles for the whole team, and you say, "Wow, maybe his coaching career yeah, was 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 a more." It's a different between uh, you have a nine titles in a in a team sport to have a in a wrestling in an individual sport. Yeah, this mean you work in a different different person. way. Yeah. And uh, for for it's not just the, the team part because once you get there, it's just you against the other guy, and your coach have to uh, is behind you. But right. It's a guy there, you know, like this one is not like a team going against another team. Right. You know, right. you you train every individual different than actually train for the team sport. Right. It's right, a right, right. move pieces, but And you know about this. I mean you've sport, you've trained forty six black belts. Is that right? Forty six? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's not that I don't know, but yeah. it's is yeah, You would recognize them each individually. Oh, of, course. of course. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell. I, I can even challenge them that I, if they they send me the when they get promoted, I, I'm not gonna give you, the the exactly date, but I can give the year for sure. Yeah, you and you know, know who it is. Since the 2000, for 2001, that was my first black belt. Yeah, and uh, but I count besides this, uh, I have a a, a lot of uh, the black belts that I got promoted when I uh, got promoted after I left uh, to US. Yeah, you know, I have a few guys that they they, they want to wait. To get promoted uh, by me when I got back there, when I was when I was here already. Yeah. But the last the last guys I promoted from Brazil from Brazil as a black belt was in two thousand four. Oh wow! The rest was just guys from here. Wow, wow. Yeah. So how many guys here in Sacramento? About a, a black belt? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh pretty much almost the the, uh, the guys. Uh, I would say that I maybe ten from Brazil. A uh, couple from different. Uh, I have a, a Zaid from Jordan. 
Right. And you spent some time out in Jordan. Yeah, yeah, we. Derek wanted me to ask you. Says you got you you got hassled by the local cops out there in Jordan. No, uh, it was a fan. It was a fan. <laughs> yeah, they were a fan. It was a different <laughs> because yeah, the, it, it, Jordan is a very interesting. I call uh, Zaid my this uh, my student black belt too. And first, I met him going back to my first ever uh, time I started teaching was in Brazil in uh, the, the academy uh, studio. Uh, you know, Stadium 8, that I call, the name of the, the school that I teach. Okay. I was there between March 95 until, until I came here the first time, 1996. I didn't come here in 2003. It was 1996. Okay. First time. That's when the Derek came from, the Maxwell came from, uh, Devon, uh, Terry, uh, Gustavo. Gustavo came a l- little bit late, but Adrian Saldanha, our Williams, they came in 1996. That Raven, um, but bit, and I, I, I was teaching these areas is a rich area, a lot of rich kids. Okay. Um, uh, Zaid, his dad was a diplomat from Jordan. That was uh, working the embassy. Oh, cool. And that's why I started training with me. But he trained with me for a year, and he trained a little bit with my my instructor too after me. But I moved to, I came here in 1996, and he moved to Romania or some place like this. And he was training judo, try to find out training jiu-jitsu. But he moved back, and a few years later, he moved back to Jordan. Okay. But he, he, he was born and raised in a lot of different countries, especially Brazil. It was a thing in his, until his teens, he was in, in, in Brazil. And after that, he could, he could speak some Arabic, but... Wasn't his main language, right? You know, he 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 went to school in uh, D.C. too, Washington D.C. for college, uh, but mainly outside Jordan. Mm-hmm. And when he went back to Jordan, nobody knew him. Uh, he was there. For, Man, what are I gonna do in this country? No, I know he's raised here, but it's what should yeah. I do? And uh, I said, you know, maybe martial arts can be. He was a good in soccer too. He stopped playing soccer for the. So he was an athlete. There. He was an athlete, yeah. yeah. And then his. Start looking for judo place to train, but not not really, nothing much, no martial arts involved. And uh, but uh, his young brother was in the nightclub. This is one of the fun stories. Too, that his was before he got to the the, the cops. The, the, the cops. Uh, his his brother was in a nightclub, and uh, he got in a, in a fight with two guys from some place in Europe, a Belgian. Uh, it was a bodybuilder. It was a bodybuilding competition there. Oh, funny. They yeah. love bodybuilding in Europe. They yes. love it, yeah. Yeah, and those two guys, they got in a fight with his young brother and beat his young brother. Oh, my God. And he called Zaid, and Zaid went to... Oh, really? Went to outside the nightclub <laughs> and wait for those guys. That was a fun... You, you, if, you, if you heard from his, one of his, his first black belt tell this story, that's the funny thing ever. Because he can describe the exact moment what happened. And when yeah. he got there, the two bodybuilders came, and my, uh, his brother pointed to those two guys, and big guys the biggest not, guys in the room it, it, it's not a perfect scenario to to introduce to jiu-jitsu no no it's a perfect scenario and he called one of those guys the first guy came pop, 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 boom, unconscious on the ground oh wow when I say pop, pop, boom, because i'm just describing what people saw yeah he didn't see yeah. anything you saw a guy 
And, Just, and before you know it, they're unconscious. Oh, he's yeah. dead. That's it. He, he's, he killed a guy. And he, he, he chased the other guy. The other guy said, what the hell is this? He, and he left. He took, he, no, he took the other guy. No, he choked the other guy unconscious too. Oh, my God. He beat the two guys like he, in the seconds. Oh, my God. In a few seconds. And everyone started screaming, oh, my gosh, call ambulance, kill this guy. And he started running. And that's come the funny story. He jumped over, over a table. He lost his shoes. Oh, my God. He but, left, uh, he left run, evidence. He took his brother <laughs> run, and I, this 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 guy and uh, one of the the guys that I saw this he was when he jumped over the table he was one of the guys see that is what uh, one of the toughest guy in in, in Jordan. He looked at me, what the hell this guy just did? He goes, I need to know what he, what is this? He 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 knew a little bit about Zaid, come yeah. from Brazil, lived there. Boom, his, his dad was diplomatic, knew pretty famous. Uh, annoying person uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Jordan I said my gosh the next day these this two guys they went there they tried to search about Zaid we need to find this guy knock the door hey you need to you need to teach the, us what you just <laughs> teach did. us what you did to us yeah. and that's how it, how it started oh my god now after and, good marketing. and then he, he said man you know I have, I have a knowledge of jiu-jitsu Let, let's find out a place that we can train and, uh, and uh, he started Train those guys. I don't know where, if in the club or on another gym. Uh, and he contacted me in 2003. Hey, Cass, remember me, Jordan? Uh, uh, Zaid. Hey, Zaid, how you doing? You know, in Italy, you need to come here to, to Jordan. Oh, and wow. I didn't take him with much serious. Okay, we, it's we a long way away. Yeah. Stuff, you know, I remember I was in Brazil. No, please, you need to, to, to get here. And so, what did it take to get you out there? Uh-huh. What did it take to get you out there? He, he pushed my butt, man. He said, no, you need to come, you need to come. But anyway, when I got there, it was one of the crazy things. And I, well, first, another, it, this is true. I was <laughs> I was about to fly to Jordan when I got there. And uh, I was doing my check-in here in the, in the, in the Sacramento airport. And the, the lady walked, looked at my passport. You cannot go. I said, what do you mean I cannot go? What do you mean, yeah. No, no, you, you, you can't go. Your passport is going to expire. Uh, you can't get back in. Yeah. You know, but it's going to expire in a three months. Say no, you have to be six months before you get to Jordan. They're not going to accept you. They're going to fly you back. I said, no, no, you know. And I call Zayd. Zayd, this happened with me. That's how it starts showing how powerful he, was. he, okay. he is. He Say, he's like, let I me said, make a call. Wait a second. And he called. Hey, look. Tell uh, which company is it? It's United. Uh, tell them to check the facts. I'm sending a, 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 a letter from the the embassy from Jordan. Oh my God! To send to to allow you to fly. And uh, the lady said, "Look, I was already uh, you know getting uh, argument to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if the, the president of the United States is going to send a letter from me. I'm not going to let you fly." <laughs> And she's not looking for. She had her little bit of power, and she security. wanted to exert it. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and no, no. Listen, if you don't know, tell her, is the is the Prince of Jordan is sending a, a letter? Oh my know. God! I said Zaid is joking about. It. But when when I got the the this, anyways, I could have flight. Said, "What screw this? Let me. I'm not supposed. I'll to go fly. home. Yeah. Let's go home. Once I got go home, I I I got a call from my brother. Hey, uh, did you fly? I said, no, how do you know I, I, I didn't fly? He said, 
I thought he was maybe I was in the news because I was going crazy in the airport to fly. Uh, big said, scene. No, did you do check the news? I said, no, man. That was the first time ever that a bombs throwing Jordan. Oh my and, god! Uh, and the whole, one of the hotels they're supposed to stay, they threw a bomb like high. Oh in my Jordan. god! I said, man, that's the, that's the destiny. You're not supposed to go there. Yeah. And I took my another month for for Zed convinced me to fly to, back to Jordan. He said, "Look, you're gonna stay my 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 son my my student's house. My 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 best friend, the, the guy that I sat down with the shoes, looking to what the hell? Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna stay in his you house. Stay with I him. What about you know? Make you feel at home. Yes. Anyways, I flew after a month. I flew there. And they got oh, who you cast? You cast Warner? Please come this way. What the hell? You cast sit in this." His VIP area waiting, and they walk. They go, oh, hey, Castle. He was walking for the the Prince of Jordan, man. Oh my God. And two guys, hey, nice to meet you. And it was, uh, it's funny because it was the night of uh, one of the, 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 Prince the best Jordan. friends was, uh, was a married, <laughs> got married. And they were leaving there. I remember a guy like the middle of the night, it was uh, maybe two in the morning. And they left the, the party. Yeah. For the, 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 the honeymoon. Or? The honeymoon, uh, the, the, to, to pick me up. Oh, wow. It's kind of away from from the city there, but I got there. Man, I was treated by like 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 a king there. That he knew, but he was teaching this small place. He needed to get through the the introducing. Uh, but uh, the thing about the we talk about we, with the cops was they have there just one uh, one TV, you know, one it's station, one, one station, one yeah. channel. And uh, we went there to do a interview in the channel. We, we, and I went there right after I, if I'm not wrong, I was in the finals with Marcelo Garcia. Anyways, I was already world champion in 2003, went to the finals in 2004. You know, and, was, and for them to see like a world champion, anything yeah. would have been So they knew who you were. Huge, yeah. Yeah. And they did the interview, like it was really nice. And uh, uh, we went to, after that we, we drove to the Dead Sea, you know, spent a day in the resort there, the night in the resort. Oh, that's resort. so cool. And that's the fun that you talk about. And um, every they have checkpoints, you know. But usually, don't you can be stopped in the checkpoint. Or sometimes you go through right. straight. They kind of look at you and they're and like, I, okay. No, no, yeah. But the guy that was driving, he lost his. He didn't have a Zaid. He didn't have anything with him. It's not that he, the the document for the car. Uh, his he didn't have a driving license. He didn't have anything. And we got caught in the the he first station. It's a cast. We we screw for what why. I said, man, I'm going to have to try, uh, find a way to call my uh, prince or something. I got we no trouble papers. now because, yeah. because we, uh, I don't have any documents. If, what the hell, man? You put me in this middle of nowhere, no documents? In Jordan. Well, no, yeah. don't worry. We, we're going to take care of this. And he, the guy comes, uh, the, the police comes. Hey, where's the dog? I'm sorry. But no, it's home. I can't call this, this and that. And the guy dropped a little bit. That, that's the guy from the news? It's Cassia. Yeah. He, oh, he, you remember yeah. the name? It said yes. Oh really? And he, he walked. Called another, another two guys. They, the two three guys came. They dropped. Hey, come out of the car. Say, what's going on? I don't know. Not for the guys was talking. No English. Said, I don't think it looks bad. Go ahead. Yeah. When I got there, those guys take a camera. They took a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and they took a picture. You're wondering what they're going to do, and they pull the camera yeah, out. So, and, I, and, I, and Zayd started laughing. So we're good now. We, we can't go. Yeah. But 
every checkpoint, the other guy called, hey, the guy from the news, the road champion, he's going to be in a, he's going to be driving. He's by coming, that he's coming hey, your we, way. We stop at every single checkpoint. The guys want to shake their hand, looking back to us, you know. It was funny, man. We crossed the whole, uh, maybe three, three, four checkpoints, and people just stop us to take a picture. That's super funny. funny. Yeah. How long were you out there in Jordan for? No, I did. I don't remember. I went, to, I went uh, two times for maybe a month. A month at maybe, a time? Yeah, a month. Yes. A few more times was a little more than a month, but usually a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've been willing, but this uh, Zayd, he, he turned to work for the military. Any person that had military or police, law enforcement in Jordan, they need to train Jiu Jitsu. They had to train Jiu Jitsu. Oh, wow. It's not that uh, it's mandatory. Wow. And wow. everyone was trained by him. He took uh, a lot of my, my students from Brazil, four or five students from Brazil, plus students from students that I never met before, to, they flew to Jordan, they spent like two, three years in Jordan yeah. to help to train because there's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And hey, do me a favor, bring this right back up to your, sure, yeah. to your face. There you go. And they, uh, they, they were there for, uh, for three, four years to build, build another structures until they, they leave. But he's just like leave like people yeah, in place yeah, to, he's, to develop. He's super powerful, man. He he's he got married to the princess of Jordan. Oh wow. Yeah, he's have a beautiful family, have a son and a, a great guy. He's still yeah. friends with him? Huh? He's still he's friends still, with of him. Of course, yeah. Still friends, talk with him uh sometimes. And I uh, have a uh, he 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 he's, he's crazy, but anyways he uh he got married it was right before my Right after my my third son was born. Oh wow! He said, "Cass, you need to you need to get here. You need to come to my wedding." It was a three days wedding, crazy wedding. It was all over the news. <laughs> his wedding. I said, "Man, how are you gonna go? The three kids and all. I can't. No, please, you need to get here. I'm gonna fly a. I'm gonna send a, t- a flight ticket for you tonight. Please, just come. In. You cannot miss this. It's important for me. Yeah. I may have to bring I'm the whole family. No, but how am gonna bring a, li- a little baby just born right now to your wedding? <laughs> you know." But I have a I have a couple times that uh that I supposed to go. I, I did a I flake on him. I couldn't go. Something happened. Something coming up. Yeah. But, but I I, I own him a, a, a trip. But he came here when he got his black belt. He got promoted here. He came to the school. He brought a lot of his students too. A great guy. That's great so cool. Guy and had a great story. He runs. And he's now. like an ambassador for the sport too. Yeah, now. Oh yeah. He, yeah. I call him the Hicks and Grace of uh, Jordan. Jordan. You know, Hicks and Grace. He used to walk in the nightclubs in Brazil. Like a, the super VIP. You just go. You just go through. The, every place that I went with him was yeah. like this. And one time we were at the, the, the restaurant, and uh, one of the because there's a three or four princes. I don't know. One of them sit with us, and he started smoking, and I say. Man, we eat sushi. The guy's smoking the table. I said, "What the hell? What? Why? What do you want me to do? It is to tell him to stop smoking." So, goddamn, because you're not gonna do this with me. And the guy, I think he noticed that we were talking. Oh, I'm sorry, I apologize for the cigarette. And oh my drop. goodness! But he was walking like this. Yeah, he was the the, the man in, in Jordan. Uh, but now he has the uh, uh, MMA event in Jordan. Okay. Of course. Uh, no desert. What do you call? Him? I forgot the what he called his event. Uh, desert force or force desert, something like this. But yeah, he's a he's a, a businessman and a great guy. Very cool. Uh, yeah, very, very cool. cool guy. Yep. So he's one of your black belts. The other black belts you all, we already mentioned include Davin Maxwell. Yeah. Terry Maxwell as well. Terry, yep. Dustin Akbari, my Dorsey sensei. Akbar, yep. 
You know, um, you can name it, man. It's like everybody, Derek Damano. Derek Damano, 80% of the Jiu Jitsu in, uh, in Sacramento uh, definitely comes came from, from you. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And it, the, the guys that it came from is, uh, is a great guy, too. You know, uh, yeah. uh, Fabio Prada, yeah. Fabio Prado, Felipe. This is just great guys. The guy from uh, uh, Check Matt Beta is a oh, great yeah. guy, too. Yeah. In, uh, Elliot you know, Kelly over in Elliot uh, Kelly. Elliot is awesome. Uh, it, probably it was, he did he, a good job. Yeah, he's one of the probably the the most competitive guy now. I think that in terms of uh, fight competition, Sacramento. Yeah, from I, around here. Yeah, he's 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 he, he keeps masters winning. too, and yeah. but he co- is still competing the adults. Yeah, you know, put himself there. The, the, the guys, uh, I never have a chance to talk with him much. I, I met him a couple of times. But it seems that to be a good guy. He and seems I, like yeah, he's a great guy. He he yeah, keeps finding a way to win too. Yeah, he's he's a good competitor. Yeah, I I I, I saw his results in tournaments. He's yeah. doing well. Yeah, he's uh, impressive. So why Sacramento? Sacramento was uh, my brother. He, he came to school. There's another interesting story about Marcel. He he always had this 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 dream about uh, dream. No, he was to do college in U.S. Okay, and my brother he learned. He never studied English. He earned he 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 learned by himself because he was he was super cl- uh, fan of uh, American music. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he learned he learned English, uh, listen music, and uh, try to figure out what they were singing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, you know that's one of the things that like I think people don't realize is the the extent to which America sort of exports culture. Yeah. My wife and I we were in Bali last Good year. And- Good and bad. Yeah, good and bad. Good, good and, bad. and bad, for but sure. Let's talk about good. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So we we were in Bali last year, and um, we were taking a taxi. And they have like a soft rock station in Bali. Oh, Like yeah. 80s soft rock, you know, like George Michaels, you know, like, yeah. or you know, the, the police, you know. And the guy was like, kind of like humming along, like, mm, yeah. you yeah. know, every breath you yeah. take, you know, he was kind of saying it, doesn't know what, doesn't know what it means. You know, yeah. he just kind of likes the way it sounds. Me, me, and my cousins, we have a group on the, on the WhatsApp that I, we talk about music. You know, guys in this, his late thirties, in the early forties, uh, they have their own place. They live. The culture is a little different for the state they live. Yeah, but yeah. all completely love with uh, uh, American 80s. music. Okay. Yeah, American. Yes, we every time that like when uh, George Michael die or when a uh, Prince die, you yeah. know the the the, the lady the, the the singer for Cranberries. Oh, uh, or yes, or or Yes, yeah. We talk about the that music one hit a lot of people singing. hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that one uh, man, the guy from uh, Link Park and the other guy from Oh yeah, Chris, Chester uh, Bennett, Chris Cornell, and Chris Cornell. Yeah, my gosh, my father, God, man, that, that, that's a good group of people. And yeah, and I, I never. Yeah, we had some tough lo- losses yes, in the last couple it's of years. Crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, for for the music point, it was hard, and but I never, I, I love it. But I, I'm way more even the the Brazilian music. I way more on the 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 bit the the what do you call it? the not the the lyric the, the lyric, beat the, yeah the beat the beat, the beat huh? yeah. yes I was following the beat even the Brazilian music. Sometimes I, I'm I'm singing Brazilian music. I'm not paying attention to what I'm singing. Of yeah. course I know what it is, but I'm not paying attention. It's funny because now I try uh, listen the music that I heard uh, thirty years ago. They want to listen. I can't understand what they say. Oh, that's funny. Look at that. It's different. It's different now. Different listen because I can't pick up the words and I say, oh, I know the lyrics now. Right. But right. back then, it was your just mind, the Your beat. mind yeah. changed over time. Yeah. yeah. I used to uh, play Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, yeah. Perfectly. 
yeah. They don't know a word they were singing. You know, <laughs> it, 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 uh, it, stamped the papyrus or what you call pellets, stamped. What the what the the song? But anyways, but we were uh, my brother. Okay, go back to my brother here. Yeah. But he came to he, he applied for a bunch of schools in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I gotta name the place that he, that uh, that uh, he he applied. The one that he picked. He applied for a um, uh, university in Miami, in New York, or Washington D.C. Even uh, Honolulu, uh, Honolulu, Honolulu, yeah, L.A. and Stockton. Oh, he got into Stockton. He asked Pacific. for Stockton. Can you believe this? Wow. And because he, he said he didn't want to be surrounded a, a lot of Brazilians because he wanted to focus in this, in this school. Oh, wow. And he That's got, a good school down there, yeah. Huh? It's a good school down there. Yeah, he got here, but man, he regrets so much his life. <laughs> Back then, <laughs> then he got in Stockton. I said, God damn it, what, what, what are you going to do here? My gosh, my, my, it was heartbreaking. My, my dad came with him when they dropped him off there. So um, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for my son. Yeah, it was it's super rough. cold. It was in the, in the winter. It was January. It was tough, tough year for him. But his he he was already doing jujitsu. He was a, a a really good blue belt. It was ninety ninety five. He went to train in the, in, the, in the bay with Carly Gracie. Carly he was one of the first Gracie to get there. Old Carly. He's a father of uh, Clark Gracie. Oh wow! And he was looking for a place to train and. Uh, and he, he said he came to Sacramento one, one time with his uh, 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 classmate uh, just to visit. He said, oh, that's pretty close to the capital of, uh, of uh, uh, California. It's California, pretty close. Yeah. He, he thought it was, it was a little further, but he, it's no, right there's not, yeah. not much he, uh, maps and direction. And, but he came here. You know what? I'm going to try. This is the second semester he was here. I'm going to try to find out to have a school here. And then he, he found, found a school. Uh, in Carmichael, okay, he went there to Dave uh, Dave Terry School. I don't know if you heard about him. Yeah, he yeah. was the first guys that uh, to start teaching. But he used to teach. Was uh, yeah, I think he was a black belt. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure. He was a black belt in a little martial art. I think it was jujitsu, something like this. Okay, and but he was teaching by watching uh, videotapes from from the Gracie. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, and when my brother went there to train, people, oh man, he's first Brazilian to come here, and all everyone was excited about him and thought he was really good. I said, if you think I'm good, you need to meet my young brother. Right, yeah, and so really, yes, he was right after the so kind of pulled you here. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and uh, it was right after Rhodes in 2000, uh, no, 1996. Right, I got third place at Rhodes, and I said, hey, you just compete Rhodes, and he's second in the Nationals, he state champ a bunch of times. And, and they 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 got they together. The, they yeah. pulled the money. Yeah. Uh, it was good for me just to come and visit my brother. But I got there. It's another crazy story too. Uh, I was a purple belt, and Dave Terry, that guy was wearing a black belt, and they have another purple belt in the room. And I said, well, "Why we pay a thousand dollars to bring this kid that was like twenty two years old to purple belt, purple belt, all ripped, strong." To teach us. What are we going to learn from him? Yeah. yeah, what are we going to learn from this kid? You know, I asked, and my brother said, hey, everyone was super nice, excited. When, when we got back from Brazil, we came together. It was the, the atmosphere wasn't the same. And I started when teaching they saw class. You, yeah. yeah, when I started teaching class, I found out later on what happened. Um, I started teaching class. People wasn't too excited to, to, to train. If they cast, uh, I, said, I, I couldn't speak anything in English. If my, my English is better by now, you need to see back then. <laughs> 
was completely horrible. They, if people say hello, I say I, I would say goodbye. My face. <laughs> yeah. <People> say, <laughs> Uh, and they, the only thing they said is, look, people are gonna walk to you and say, "Hey, nice to meet you." Just, just, just memorize this. Nice to meet you too. It doesn't matter what you come talk with me. I say, "Nice to meet you too." I walk with, "Nice to meet you too." If the guy keep repeating something for me, say, "Nice." I already said, "Nice to meet you." Too. <laughs> this guy here, he keep asking me something. I already said, "Nice to meet you too." What is keep following me? But I, in the middle of the seminar, I said, "You know what? Stop this. Put everyone in the wall." Oh no. I, I want to roll for those guys to see if they really respect me or not. And but I, you, twenty one, man, super too much testosterone, too yeah, much yeah. pride, you know. I didn't want to, and uh, went that's to the super line. Funny. And, uh, that's that's what the funny. first time that I met uh, uh, Terry Maxwell. <laughs> and man, I, I was a thirty something guys in the room, and I, I just mop every single person. And uh, oh my guys God. walking back in the line and said, no, no, come back here. And I remember having this guy who was huge. We got a beast, super big. And I, I tap him from uh, bicep slice, come for the lasso. And he, okay. Ah, he screamed. And uh, the people ask him well, what it was. And they were like, oh, it was a foot lock. I thought foot lock in Brazil was a dirty. I already got shoot for foot lock. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, my no. brother heard stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. And the guy got a little pissed, took his gut, get out, you know, get off. I didn't want to stand. So, oh, yeah, I stood up in front of you. Oh, you want to fight? Or oh, somebody make a fist. The guy's, no, 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 no. He just want to roll for no gift. Oh, I cannot probably can roll whatever he wants. <laughs> and I give another. But in, and, uh, then, then you did foot lock, foot lock him. <laughs> no, I, I, I <laughs> should uh, But I didn't understand what they were saying. Yeah. But the next day of the same NAR, was a thirty people in the room? We have maybe six or seven. Oh they wow! They all left. They oh, all wow. oh no, this guy's too rude to this. And I, I looking back now, you learned maybe, a little bit. I, I learned. I learned that yeah. I, that I, I could have uh, more chill. But I heard that uh, back the story that people was was already not too excited. They were concerned about my staying here because they thought I would stay here. They would take their students. Take their and, students. Yeah. Can we talk about that taking students? Yeah. You know I. Um, um, you know, one of the positive things about the podcast is I kind of get to know people, you know, uh-huh. and, uh, I, I had a, uh, I had someone on, uh, I had someone on and they were like, Oh, you know, so-and-so and I are, you know, we're not getting along right now. And I'm like, Oh, that's too bad. You guys both seem like great guys. What happened? And he's like, well, he thinks I took his students. And I was like, well, how could you take his students? Your, his school is way over here and your school's way over there. How can yeah. he be mad at you for taking his students? And he's like, well, I, one of his students came to me, but it's really because they live right next to where I opened up. Yeah. But it's not like really my fault. You know, the student made a decision. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I was talking to, uh, I did a podcast in Santa Barbara. A guy just opened his own school. And he's like, oh, my sensei, you know, he had a relationship for 10 years with his sensei. So, ah, you know, we're not getting along right now because I opened my own school and he feels like maybe I'm going to take students. I was like, but well, he, he opened a school nearby his, his structure or no? Hey, so it was Santa Barbara, so it's like not a very big... Yeah. But, you know, they were like a good seven miles away from each other. Yeah, seven miles is not that bad. Yeah, yeah it's not that bad, right? Like, yeah. cause, like, and Santa Barbara is long. It's, yeah, you know, go by, by the yeah, coast. Yeah, so he like the instructor was like over here and the new guy was over here. I was like, I think that's okay, right? Like, yeah. you can't... You can't want to you, you can't want to be the only person with the dream, right? Like other people want the same thing. Yeah. Like and if anything, there's no you know, you're not gonna be able to stop people from from have the dream. From having the dream. Yeah. So why make an enemy? Yeah. You know? I don't know. What do you think about that? 
what I'm going to say, 80% of the, the, the schools in Sacramento is uh, relate with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, we, so you're in a unique position. I'm in a unique position. Uh, one of the things that I, I didn't have affiliate schools because I didn't know how to deal with this. How can I get along with all my students? They respect me, be involved in this, and don't hurt each other. Yeah. Ramen, yeah. uh, it's a small community. Community, just right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not big. It's not, but it feels like if you do right, we have a dream for every single person, you know, every single. Yeah. But another thing about dream, uh, people don't want to work hard to get a dream. They say, oh, gosh, I want to have a life like you, you know. Okay, you heard my story here since 1995, yeah. you know, uh, since I came here the first time. It was hard. Yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a, a, a guy with uh, come from middle class, you know, that everyone expects to be a doctor, expect to be a, a, a businessman or whatever, not a work for the state, decide to, no, no, I want to be, I want to, I want to be uh, doing jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And another thing too is before before my 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 brother the situation with my brother right right after he decided to to uh, come to US, you know what? We're going to figure out the ways for, for, for get me there for teacher class. I remember in, in 1994 one of the, I met a guy from Michigan. He was training my 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 jiu-jitsu instructor my, my school, my you know that this way it came from, okay. and I was already asking him about. Hey, what about what do you think about the marketing in the U.S.? You know, there's a lot of guys who think it's going to be something that are that are that could American, take off. Yeah, yeah, because I know that you guys crazy about the WWE, Bruce Lee, wrestling, uh, wrestling, yeah, uh, UFC, all the, the blood sport. You yeah. know, it was yes, UFC was too small, okay. but you know the MMA, the good market. Yeah. Yes, I'm market for. I'm, I'm sure U.S. It's gonna us. get hooked, yeah. And in a, but people want to dream, but they didn't want to sacrifice anything. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. When you talk about opening the school next door, it's because you live next door. So, but uh, you live nearby your school. What? <laughs> yeah. my, my my I live in Brazil. I came down here to to live nearby my school, but I, I don't have neighbor. I I can't go anywhere I want because I I'm, I don't have roots in terms of. Uh, yeah, you know my area. My area is in Brazil. Yeah, like I came here to follow my dream. Pioneer for a new market. Exactly. Yes, and people don't see much sacrifice on this, but it has a sacrifice on this. I'll bet. You, you I'll know, bet. come by myself, my wife, my wife left everything that she had. You know, I'm sure she. she could I'm have sure she making, wasn't happy <laughs> at first. You know, she, but she wasn't. You know what? That's your dream. I go with you. Yeah. She just got her her degrees. She was already have clients. She was about to make more money than me. She said, you know what? I go with you. Yeah, and that's a huge sacrifice. Yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, you know, there's 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 something to be said for that too. Because if you look at the concentration of jujitsu schools in America, it's just people opening up right by each other. Yeah, but you know, Brazil is Brazil. They're worse than this. Yeah, if you go for San Diego, is uh, nearby each other. Yeah, you know, I heard the the school from the, the from Mendes brother. They're one of the coolest art of jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, I've never been there, but I see the the videos, the pictures. Beautiful. He he. They said nearly he walk uh, open his school near next door to another guy. Oh my god! No, I mean, man, that's, that's just like fuck you. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, pretty much. And who's gonna compete against them? Yeah. Open this beautiful place. A guy had money behind to help. 
You know, it's really hard to survive in this yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. But people need to sacrifice and they need to study. Yeah, well, but also, just, you know, I learned the hard way in the in uh, the push. I was, I, I'm not saying that I was the the right guy in the right time, not because I choose to be that guy to be yeah. in the right position. Uh, look at what Elliot did. You know, he exactly. started the only school in El Dorado Hills. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not sure if he's from there or what he did, but I, you know, that's a very nice suburb. Yeah. The high schools around there do wrestling. Yeah. You know. Um, they have the money for it, but they also didn't have anybody there. Yeah. And he's like, okay, that's where I go. You know, yeah. um, there's a lot of I'm I'm guessing for myself that there's a lot of jujitsu that is looking for an instructor in everywhere yeah. from the and west coast between the east for, coast, for, all those forty eight states. Uh, you know, from now on is uh, we're gonna have a lot of neighbor school. Yeah, you know, and uh, I was the only one that I. Was in the central that people come all over. I have I still have a student come from Modesto to Bay Area. Oh my God! To uh, uh, Grass Valley down to the, I have people drive like this all over. Yeah, especially day class you get. There. That's gotta feel it's pretty like, cool, right? Yeah, I don't have. Yes, in the in the, it's been there for for years. You know, uh, I the only thing that I want to have my own school was I want to be nearby the freeway to easy access for yeah, everyone. Yeah. And uh, I don't have much students in a in a, ra- a radio of uh, three miles or two miles. Everyone come from all over. Oh. But I know this now with all the black belt black belts that I, I've been I I promote and the people comes from different uh, different cities in, from Brazil too. Like we uh, mentioned, uh, Fabio Prada, Prado and uh, Felipe, uh, many. Manny Gonzalez. Manny Gonzalez. Come, uh, from the, yeah, Bom yeah. Bondo. And I know that I, right now is not that we're fighting for. Uh, we have we have a marketing for everyone. Yeah. We yeah. need to do a good job. We need to do a good good work and not be honest and, uh, and not hurt good, each good, other. Good uh, work ethic. And we're going to have a place for everyone. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, we, we just opened a, a school in, in Roseville in the area. Uh, and I, and I, it's not many around. In three three miles rate it's not much uh, uh, radio that we call radius it. yeah radius uh, but it, we have, we're gonna we focus a lot on the kids there yeah hopefully the kids are gonna come it's a new business start off from from zero students and I have a, a lot of students from the main school here the from the Sacramento school going to there to to the class I'm teaching class there too oh cool uh, but yes to to answer a question about this it's but it's small community. If from some people, some some a lot of honest people, but some people too can can be trouble, you know. Uh, but I like I said, uh, you you need to work hard, you know, uh, do a good job because uh, it's a it's, it's going to have a lot of competition for you now to maintain yeah. your business. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Um, you know, for me, the way I see it, jujitsu only gets bigger, and I think there's room for everybody that 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 wants to do it. You know, as long as everyone works hard, is honest, and doesn't hurt each other. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, just just quickly, you've you've shared a, you've shared a lot with us already. Um, what's the seat like? You, you've been competing for over twenty years now, right? And you're yeah. you're still and you're competing next Friday, right? Yeah. Uh, so what's the secret? Kevin Schnepp actually wanted me to ask you what's the secret to sort of staying healthy and being having a long career like this? Like, you never burnt out. You never like got injuries that made you stop competing. You just kind of kept going for twenty years. That's a long time. Yeah, man. I don't I don't think we have time to talk about my injuries. Okay, <laughs> but I have injuries. But a, a major injury for me, it's uh, not be able to train jujitsu. Okay, you know, at all. 
Okay. But if I have an injury, it's going to keep me off for two months or three months. It, I, I don't count this as a major injury, injury. Okay. You know, you need to, to deal with, you know, but from broken ribs to dislocated shoulder to knee surgery, those things happen. If you, if you, if you sit on the couch all day, the couch all day, I guarantee your, your back's going to complain. Oh, yeah. You know, at one oh, point yeah. you're going to complain. You know, you, we, we're supposed to walk in the four feet, you know, it's not yeah. into, yeah. you know, one day you, you're going to get hurt. And, uh, you know, another thing too, I was talking to one of my students, uh, since, 2000, since 1992, it's not, it's not a, a year that passed by that I skipped competition. Wow. You know, I've been competing since 1992. That's 26 uh, years. Uh, some years, you know, a lot, some, some years, but it's not... If you look at the new competitors now, they, they have competition every weekend. Of course, I'm not competing every week because did, we didn't have a tournament. You have two major tournaments back then, three, Pan Ams. And Pan Ams come, came in the late 90s. Yeah, Pan Ams, Rhodes, and Nationals in Brazil. That was huge. Nationals uh, for a couple of years was bigger than the Rhodes. And uh, when the okay. Rhodes had come up, that was the biggest tournament. And state tour- tournaments in Brazilia. Uh, in, in Brazil, but it wasn't a lot of terms. Some super fights that I that I done. Uh, one thing that I want to do for the next uh, year or so is uh, I want to start writing. Remember my matches and see how many matches I've done in my life. Oh, very Win cool. Win or lose, I think it was would be cool for me yeah. to try track. It's I think people be, would be interested in that too. Yeah, it's going to be hard to to to, to, to search to yeah. remember. But I, I, yeah, I have a pretty good. I have a decent memory for for this, but. Uh, it's not. It's just stay healthy. You know, Jamie Jara. He, he, yeah. We, we, I was talking with him last week. I contacted him after he won the. the he did match. a good. He did a good job. Yes, yeah. and uh, how how I don't know how you do it for, for take one match, after other. I said I'm doing this right now because I'm not pro anymore. I'm mm. doing it as a master. You know, I put myself the way that I I feel. I can have a good competition, do well, and if I lose, I did everything. I did enough to put me... Yeah, you, know, I mean, you I did can, everything you could. Yeah, yeah, I'm not pushing me extra that I, the way that I... I the way that no, you used to. I'm pushing I'm push me extra the way that I accepted the extra. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, uh, and I, if I... Maybe three years ago, four years ago, I was I was still have the mentality that I had when I was a pro fighting. Okay, uh, five, six, uh, uh, ten minutes round after the workout, after do gauntlet, good uh, king of the do, but no, I, I cannot do this. And yeah. I, to be honest, it got way better my teaching because I start understand this. The limitation of uh, it's easy for me to brag myself that I okay, I, I came here in the morning, I ran three miles, I did weights, and I came, I did five rounds of, of ten minutes. And I, I have a lunch. I, but okay, what what did you do after between lunch to to the teaching to, uh, mm-hmm. to teach in the evening? Yeah. I sleep. Yeah. No kids back then. Just resting. You know, boom, can sleep for two three hours. Rest. You know, have a good lunch and go back to school to 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 teach, to yeah. teach and train more. But imagine a guy that I spent all day working, or well, I have to to go to school, work, kids. And manage our really, way yeah, to get. Yeah, it's not get, the same. It's not the it's, same. It's not yeah. the same. Yeah. And I, it's like, if for example, now, I have this match on a, on, on Friday, on next Friday. Uh, all the respect for my opponent. You know what I mean? Like, if I, 
I have a chance to beat him, of course, and he has a chance to beat me. Of course, I yeah. did. I did enough to have a good match against him. Right. And I have a good experience from fighting. You know, I, I'm pretty sure more than him. Maybe he's gonna come in better shape than me. I was in Brazil. It's not. It's not. It's not that I'm a give excuse. I was in Brazil. I was working out, and the first week in Brazil, I trained a lot in my 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 brother's school with my, all my black belts that I have there. It was one of the best trains the weeks that I have there since I moved here. All we got together was really good, and but I'm doing what my body allowed me to do it. Right. And that, right. This week has been really hard because I'm trying pushing to to see how how I can handle my 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 timing. My right, sense, the right. distance, and uh, my techniques, and push a little harder, of course. Next week, gonna try pace to get ready for Friday. But uh, Safi contacted me if I want to do it the the Oakland show. I said, yeah, I'm, it's, the Oakland is even better because let's it's do it, a, yeah. A month from now, isn't that a month from last week? Isn't that December 10? I think I don't know. December, excuse me, February 10. Right. And he, he sent me an opponent. I said, yeah. Boom, I'm good. But some something fall apart with this opponent and they say, hey, hey, was two days ago. He said, Hey, what about Holland Gracie? Oh wow. And I didn't know who was Holland Gracie. I think I heard the name, but I didn't I'm not sure who he was. And I searched, okay, let, let me check. I'm gonna check him. And a tall kid, you know, and uh young, still fighting the the adults. Oh, and wow. I look at I say, man. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. The kids, it's really good. And uh, I asked him, look, but how old is him? But mostly, how much his weight? He said he, he's only thirty. <laughs> only thirty is fine. Yeah, that's well, funny. Yeah. Only thirty, but thirty, thirty was uh, was young, when yeah. I won the roads. It wasn't in my prime. I said, okay, what about his weight? His he seems too big. He's a, a big kid. He said one eighty five. Okay, look, yeah, I'm give up. 14 years advantage for him can be ex- experienced for me but also I'm giving uh, the weight you know if it was yeah. a and and uh, I could have picture myself you know what let, let me embrace this challenge you know <laughs> I'm gonna focus now just talk to my wife see if I can focus for months it's not the money part or the uh, the recognition it's just for just my, the challenge the, yeah. the challenge man you know, just someone ask you to do something that it feels like he, you can't and, do and, it. And, no, you you feel not not the staff is involved. This yeah. you feel like, man, you feel like, God damn it, I don't think I can, I can take care of this kid. But at the same time, you know what? You kind of want I to, think, yeah. yeah, man. Uh-huh. I had that that feeling, and I wait a little bit for to take my decision. I said, look, uh, if you drop to one seven one seventy five, I don't think he can. Would it be a good match? But I'm not willing to sacrifice my timing now for yeah. the train I have to put to fight a kid like this right now. Uh, I don't know, maybe later on, I'm more excited, more focused on. Right, Could it right. be a good challenge? Maybe in a show here in Sacramento, it would be cool to do it. You know, if we, we, uh, with a Gracie name, for sure, we could have packed a Packed a the place. house, yeah. yeah. But right now, I said, you know what? I don't think it's enough time for me, uh, but I, I'm giving up too much. Weight and age. Age. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's me to go back in uh, uh, 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, and to, 20 pounds. But to answer a question for Kevin, I think, yeah. is uh, why now for me, everything is try to find the balance. You know, okay. you don't do anything, especially in the stage that we, uh, I was right now, I am right now, and the, the stage I was before, I was really selfish. Mm-hmm. I do s- things with passion. Yeah. I never fought for the money, I never compete for the money. Uh, it's about, and I, 
and even the competitors now nowadays, if you look at the IBJJ tournaments, they do uh, the the ones they call they give money. I forgot the name. They, yeah, they yeah, call yeah. even they call even different, and it's a pretty good money. It's a five thousand for the first place, uh, two thousand for the second place, and they barely can put competitors to to do it. Right, but right. when they do opens, they qualifies for roads or roads. Everyone's ready. If the roads don't pay, if you had to pay to compete roads, yeah, they yeah. see how much the passion is involved in those guys too. They complain about money, but they know how important it is to win roads in terms of uh, your recognition. Pride, you know, recognition. Yeah. Yeah. You know, never substitute that. And for me, it was about this. It's not about the money. You know, okay. uh, it's about be excited the moment to compete. And uh, and I, until nowadays, and now they give me. A, they have these roads in a in a. The Master Worlds in in Las Vegas. It was a fun tournament. I see a bunch of old friends. I have a, a lot of competition. Sometimes five, six matches in one day. You know, yeah. guys in my age, guys training for. You know, the the whole event for the Master is fun. You know? Yeah, yeah. Even if you're not Master, if you go there, you check it out. It's fun. It's, yeah. They have this uh, expo, the 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 sport, the sports stuff they do there. It's a fun, a fun right. environment. You see too. everybody. Yeah, to yeah, be a yeah. bar, if you see guys compete, old guys compete. And uh, and now they, the, with this uh, fight wind, which is, uh, I, I like Those to, are cool. You see everybody you know. Yeah. It, I love, another thing that I like to, the, the, the fight wind, it's a guy with a lot of passion. Seth, a group, yeah. a group of people with a lot of passion. They don't, they, they, they're not millionaire like those guys from, from, Abu Dhabi yeah, is not yeah. shake from Abu Dhabi or from Russia. They have a lot of money; they can spend whatever they want. No, it's a guy with a lot of passion. He do things right. Yeah. And two, yeah. I know I don't have nothing bad to say about that. And I don't think I'm gonna help. Is a see a guy with a lot of passion doing a good job, and they put put the old man on the stage, lights on, and people want to pay and see you compete. Why not? Yeah, that's I feel cool. like yeah, I I feel honored when I receive, I receive a call saying, "Hey, you want to do a." Uh, fight between uh, a main event in uh, Chicago, you know, or the one in uh, San Jose or Reno. I say, no, it's not just I love compete. He thinks it's important for me to be there. He's willing to put me in the in, in the card, you know. It's man, that's honor. You know, that's it so feels cool. like he, you know, it, yeah, the work is my my pride, my ego to yeah. you know to be involved in these things like this. And I used to compete in a. In the park for nothing, you know, if you put me on the stage, <laughs> yeah. lights on, and uh, yeah. people willing to watch me, yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, final question for you: You've uh, you've you've shared a lot with us today. The state of jujitsu today, you know, with like the new, you know, or you might even say the state of grappling today, with the foot locks and the leg locks and pulling guard and barambolo and sort of this new, mm-hmm. the way the game has changed in the last five to seven years. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, like, I, I'm personally concerned that jujitsu will at some point lose its self-defense, you know, um, centeredness, you know, yeah. that the the emphasis on the barambolo and, and sort of pulling guard and the new, like, fancy guards, yeah. the, the people will eventually learn just that and, and not have an emphasis on self-defense anymore. Do you share that concern? Do you think it's okay? I mean, what do you what do you think? Uh, no, but you when, when you talk about beating bolos, uh, footlocks, fifty-fifty, you talk about uh, competition. Yeah, Remember? yeah. Uh, but the competitors is like everyone looks up to the competitors. Yeah. People don't look up to like, hey, that guy, 
that guy can do a takedown and he knows how to defend himself. Yeah. You know, people don't yeah. necessarily look, they look up to the competitors. And uh, so, kind of like what happened I, I to Judo. I have a mixed feeling. Uh, yeah. Sometimes uh, pros and cons and, uh, about this. I'm pretty sure a Meow, if he needs to defend himself in a fight, he, he will beat crap off the guy, even doing beating ball. Okay. You know, he can sit his back on the ground, go upside down, and still find a way to still take win. that a guy and still win. Okay. You know, and the the foundation cannot change. The what what this means uh, is not because you love beating ball or guard. You ca- you cannot convince another person that when they protect himself in the fight, he need to pull guard. You know, uh, I'm, I love guard. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not big in a, 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 a takedown. I want to I want to be I want to play jujitsu. Doesn't matter if it's a, if the guy's gonna pull guard or gonna take me down or if I if I have to pull guard or take him down. Take down is gonna be tough. It's not my thing. But the foundation cannot be changed. If I get in a fight, what do you want? You wanna if a jujitsu guy, if you're not the aggressor, you know, if you play a self-defense in a sense of uh, protection, you wanna get a hold of the person, put them and pin them in the ground. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do it is uh is a body clench, boom, take someone down, put in the, uh, on, on the back, and eventually knee the stomach a mount position. What does it mean? Because over there you can control the person, and if they deserve a little more, they're right. going to have what they Give them what for. they deserve, yeah. Yeah, if they, they spaz, they go crazy, and probably eventually going to choke them, they're going to control, uh, not even say break the limbs, because that's the last scenario of uh, you need to go through. Mm-hmm. But if you have a top position, if you mount someone, it's say like I said in my in my childhood days at fighting. Hey, just calm down, just just stay here. Uh, you have the best control. But in terms, I, another thing that I don't believe some a student can stay in the school for years if you just do self defense. Okay. You know we katas. I I don't believe in in katas. Even the scenario of uh, self-defense can have, have been changed for past of years. You know, is uh, the way the aggressive is going to come, the way that uh, you can deal with some adversity in fighting is, is a little different than back in the days. People okay. know, have a little bit more knowledge about the ground. Okay. And for kids, it's very important. Kids are still kids. You know, you need to focus on the self-defense part. Even if they want to compete, they need to focus more than even the adults. If you live in a society that you, your concern is uh, protect yourself in a fight every single day that you walk in the neighbor and work in work, or, uh, if you're not law enforcement, you're in the wrong spot. Okay. Because especially like with the 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 guns regulation, the you know after they invent the fire gun or yeah. any type of uh, uh, what do you call weapon, man. That's take, what wins. Yeah. Uh, take a lot of the, the self-defense part. You, you know, if you have to, to fight someone, if someone's super aggressive, somebody you don't know the, the character, the person, you can beat them right now, but you're going to have to keep eyes on your back for the whole time, right. rest of your life, because this guy can come and do some great stuff. But in terms of the sense of uh, self-defense, I uh, yes, this should be a curriculum for schools. Uh, but I don't, you cannot keep students for the for three, four, five years, just show them katas. Okay. And that I'll actually learn how to grapple. The, the, the grapple part, if they get passionate, it is my point of view of the schools that I've been through. And uh, even Gracie schools, 
uh, if you don't like to to grapple, you shouldn't you know you won't stand the the puzzle of the the chess the chess mat match in jiu-jitsu you you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna stick long right, right yeah it's it's a like i said it's a small amount of people that i but it's still a lot of people to discover jiu-jitsu nowadays that i can be in passion like i was like i am uh, like you are right that i can be involved in jiu-jitsu you know it's right, there right. they need to to search more to find out the way i found out uh, in 1991 okay you know okay. but yes i i, I my concern uh, in terms of co- the viewing part is bad. Like you said, if someone, if you need to show, let me show you jiu-jitsu right now. If you put in a term, two, two guys... On their butt. On the butt. Yeah, it's a horrible. Yeah. They show the Gracie action, show the street fights. Yeah. It's yeah. better than explain for them they actually show a, a jiu-jitsu competition. Right, right. Someone's involved in competition, but if you take a, a kid that had done wrestling his whole life, now he's in his late 20s, he needs to, to find something to do. If you show a jiu-jitsu competition, there's a man. If they see two guys put... Uh, uh, on their butt, playing the, with their feet. Oh, beautiful. Nah. Man, I'm going to be on top of this guy. Smash this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to have this mentality. Yeah. You know? They're going to be... They're going to love the competition aspect if, they, if there's a gi or no gi. But for in terms of uh, the guy that never done jiu-jitsu, he's looking for self-defense, uh, how, the way they can protect him. Uh, I, I don't believe just the guy that want to do jiu-jitsu for a long period of time just doing self-defense. He, he needs to look for something more. Okay. There's the social part. Uh, uh, There's the art. The art, the get healthy, uh, do a sport, you know, uh, losing weight, or whatever the reason is. But it's not just one reason comes for him. It can be the main reason to get him to the door. But it, Something else has to keep him. Yeah, that's why usually we tell them, look, if you can sit and watch a class, see the whole school, how we work, you know, if you like what you see, you're come very welcome to come and try out. It's not part of, yeah, you can try out for a week if you want. But uh, you're going to have what what you see. What you see right now, uh, do it was way more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. Um, well, all right, brother. I think this has been a pretty good, pretty good uh, sit down time. We had um, for folks. Uh, well, I get the sense people know where to find you, but just quick, where can folks find you on social media? Yeah, you can find me in the. I don't know. I'm really bad in social media, but I have a Instagram. I don't know which one it is, but if you go Castle Warnick, you're gonna find it. Was one of my my student does for me. Okay. Uh, or on the Facebook is a. Uh, uh, Cassio Wernick, the you picture, find, yes. with the picture of the logo. Yeah, if you can, you you find me, and we have a school in uh, here in Sacramento is a uh, forty eight thirty seven Auburn Boulevard is nearby uh, Madison and a uh, and eighty is nearby the, the college. Yeah, and uh, the new school now it's uh, let me get that I got that address here. Make sure that I have. But on top of my, my schools. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's uh, uh, 1801 Taylor Road. It's right behind, uh, if you know Sunsplash. Yeah. Sunsplash yeah, yeah. is one corner. The other corner is In and Out. It's right behind In and Out. It's okay. a bad thing because the smell comes from In and Out. is awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's a new weight. school. Yeah. We have uh, a great structures in the, for the kids in, my, the, in the Sacramento school. We have Dan Goodwin. Mark and uh, Toby, they teach the, the kids' class. They're doing an awesome job. And uh, at the, the other school, I have my business partner, Derry. Uh, is uh, Derry Fingers is one of my black belts, too. 
and Sean McLean too. They helped to the class. Uh, Derek is one of my my business part partner. He he run the school and he teach the kids class in, in some adult classes. Awesome oh, cool, guy, cool, good cool. guy. But on top of this, uh, any place in Sacramento, you can find a good school. This is not. And uh, if you go Elk Grove, you have a Mike and Lena doing a good a good job down the, the part of ninety uh, nine. Uh, on a mod down to 99 part of uh, Elk Grove. Elk Grove, yeah, kind of like and, east. And uh, Derek is in Laguna. Closer to the five. Yeah, close to five. And uh, Dustin is in, uh, in uh, Ultimate Fitness. Yeah. Uh, Devin Maxwell here now. What is the address from Devin Maxwell? Devin Maxwell's on, he's by the Sacramento City College. Yeah, Sacramento City College. Yeah, Maxwell's uh, BJJ. Brad Sandoval, it's, uh, he's in uh, uh, Pipeworks. In Pipeworks. Uh, Manny and Natomas. Manny and Manny and Thomas. It's not my student, but you can you, you can go to to many schools. Say, hey, Castle said I have a week free over here. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to to Dixon. Dixon was it's uh, yeah. Fabio Prado. Fabio Prado is there in Dixon. Uh, Felipe is in uh, Rancho Cordova, if I'm not wrong. Uh, Rockland, we have uh, uh, Gustavo. On Infinite Jiu-Jitsu and Synergy Jiu-Jitsu is uh, one of my black belts. Nate Nate Burnett, super tough, super great guy. They teach class. They told me teach class over there too. And, and this school in Roseville, of course, if you guys come, uh, we offer another week for you in, the, in, the, in, in, in my school too. And anyways, uh, Kelly in uh, Eldorado Hills. Yeah. Uh, Jack Matt in uh, Folsom. Yeah, Beta, yeah. And you just tell them, look, Cassio said to come here. Uh, uh, Grandpa Cassio come here, told me to come and uh, <laughs> get a, a, a free, free, free week of training. Uh, but anyways, it was a pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming. Uh, sharing a little bit more story. We're probably gonna get together more because I have more stories to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll have you on anytime you want to awesome, come on. Man. Thanks so much. Plus, thank you. Nice, thank you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>